to Thursday night at the Speakeasy Cafe. We would like to invite you to take the stage for the Sound of Ink Open Mic Poetry Night. Now, let's get started. I want your ink in our ears. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Speakeasy Cafe Open Mic Poetry Show. It's going to be a fantastic evening tonight. I'm looking down at the board, and I see Shelly on there. We have not talked to you in a while, sweetheart. Good to see you on the line. If you'd like to call in tonight, the number is 646-595-3965. That's 646-595-3965 if you'd like to call in and read. We have some things to go over before we start the show, so I'll get right to those so we can get right to you. First of all, make sure that you have a pen and paper, pencil, notebook, journal, whatever it is you're going to be writing on, because we will be going over our prompts in just a moment. So uh, be ready for that. Next, I want to read, I read this last week, but I'm going to read it again in part this week, and it was a, a comment I got from a listener that's here every single week and listens to the show. So he says, 90% of the time, I either don't hear them mention who they are, or I can't clearly or hear clearly enough to be able to go to the website. Or for me, Facebook, there are 300 people by the same name. I assume poets want to be known, which is why I suggest this, because there's so many I would like. All right, so when I bring you on tonight, keep that in mind as I go through the things later. Keep, keep that in mind. People are trying to find you. It's important you know that. Okay, anyway, let's jump right in. I'm not going to go over information on the workshops right now uh, because we are going to be starting all that stuff back up, and that's on the workshops that you guys can do. Like if you want to do a workshop on our show, um, I'm going to be starting up that information again in February because we're just kind of chilling and, and talking about goals and all that fun stuff in our first month of the year. Before we get too much further into this, I do want to make sure that we thank our sponsors. And this is really, really important because we're at the end of our 2020 broadcasting year and we're going to be starting our fundraiser for our 2023 broadcasting license soon. So um, we're not going to be able to thank last year's sponsors for much longer, and I want to make sure that they get the love and no, and uh, the love and I'm a writer, what's the word I'm looking for? Recognition that they deserve <laughs> because uh, it's important. You know, we've been on the air 16 years with you guys, and we would not still be able to be here and be broadcasting each week on this three-hour show if it were not for the help of our listeners and our our uh, readers and our sponsors. So we, you know, this is literally a you-supported community, and I'm so proud to be a part of it with you. So our 2022 sponsors are Karen Depth Writer DeWitt, Melvin Douglas Johnson, Gary and Noreen Snyder, Douglas Curry, George Wiley, Vicki Aqua, Deborah Kelly, Annie Tillery Waldo, Timothy Melton, Kevin Kraft, Alana Morris, Ronald P. Bremner, Jade Mist, Todd Carter, Paula Sweet, Lori Binder, Glenn Combs, and Trina Pierce. And I want to thank all of you who made donations in the memory of John Music Mankes, our Appalachian poet Philip Kent Church, Ray Neighbors, Glenn Steele, Charles C.B. Banks, Cherry Rose, King's Cadence, and Rick Smith II. Thank you, all of you, who 
stepped up the plate and helped contribute towards our 2022 broadcasting license. We are here because of you. All right. Next, we are going to be doing, we do a contest. We've been doing a contest every month. I'm going to put things in here so you guys can hear the jar rattling. I'm going to pull a name for our December winner, for our December contest we did. Okay, ready? Reaching hand in. Dun, 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 dun. Who's going to win the awesome prize? It is, ah, our riverboat captain, Mr. Rich. So I will be getting that out to him. We're going to be starting a new contest in February, so watch for details on that. All righty. And now you know what time it is, right? Do you? Huh? Do you? Do you? I thought I did. Here we go. I know what time it is. Yes. <laughs> it's time for your poetry prompts. Now, during the month of January, I have only been doing your prompts because I want to give us time to talk about inspiration, what your goals are, what are you going to be, what are your passionate about doing this year, uh, you know, that type of thing. So I'm trying not to take up too much time with the workshop portion of this. As far as when we talk, if you have an idea of something you have, a goal you want to accomplish, maybe, you know, uh, writing a chapbook, publishing a chapbook, what's the difference between chapbook and traditional publishing, what's the difference between traditional publishing and online publishing, blah, 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 yada, yada, you know, working up, just whatever it is you have a question on that you think you might want some help with, let me know because that really helps me put together the workshops that I'm going to be working on. For those of you, by the way, who have set up workshops, get a hold of me. We need to get those scheduled. All right, so your poetry prompts. Now, remember, as I give you these, prompts are like seeds planted. They are meant to grow into poems. That said, the prompt can be the title of your poem. It can be a line in your poem or the general concept of your poem. Okay, so pen's ready. These are kind of fun. Some of them are fill in the blanks. We did all of that a couple weeks ago. But I've been trying to make these for the month of January fun and silly and, you know, a chance for you to write something, you know, super creative with humor or something fantastical, uh, you know, think tabloid headlines type thing, humor, or taking it in whatever direction you want to take it in. So um, I've had fun putting these together this month. So here you are. This week's poetry prompts, number one, death of the winged blank, fill in the blank, death of the winged blank. Two, ten types of sex you'll want to know about when you're old. Ten types of sex you'll want to know about when you're old. Only women know, but only women know. Number four. Eight things that hide under the bed. Eight things that hide under the bed. Number five, poetry shortcuts, the easy way. Poetry shortcuts, the easy way. Number six, the postcard my muse sent me while on vacation. The postcard my muse sent me while on vacation. Number seven, five stories about me that simply may not be true. Five stories about me that simply may not be true. I could have fun writing that one. (laughs) 
<laughs> Number eight, 10 warning signs of blank. 10 warning signs of blank. Nine, a good wanderer is, a good wanderer is, and you can either fill in a blank there or just leave it open like that. It's meant to be left open, but I'm not going to, you know, no one's going to poetry police you if you add something there. So a good wanderer is. Ten, don't be fooled by memories. Don't be fooled by memories. Number 11, the Chuck Norris effect. Chuck Norris effect. And if you don't know who Chuck Norris is, go get a VCR. (laughs) Twelve. Fittingly, if you do not know, or no, if you do not, not any no on there, if you do not, if you do not, that's number 12. Thirteen, what zombies can teach us about blank, and that can be S, U, I, me, whatever. What zombies can teach you about blank. And fourteen, destruction by social media. Destruction by social media. Remember, you can write one poem per prompt, mix and match match the prompts, or use all the lines in one prompt. Whatever you want to do with them is up to you. Now, remember, we are, that's it, your prompt, that's it. I'm not going to go through them again. That's your prompts. If you happen to miss any of those, don't panic. You can come back after the show has aired and listen to the archives, first 15 minutes of the show, and grab that. In fact, you know, kind of keep that in mind if you're ever sitting there one night and you don't know what to write about. Boom, just pop onto one of our shows for the last 16 years and grab something and you'll be off and running. So a great resource for you to use. Remember that we are working on our food for food for our creative souls because we are what we eat and that includes our brain and that is reading, reading, reading. If you're not reading more than you're writing, do it backwards. Doesn't I don't care what you read, but read. I don't care if it's a cereal box. I don't care if it's a billboard. Just read. Always read. Next thing is our writer's discipline. Every day, go out into the world and write a haiku poem. When you get up in the morning, search the day. Find your 17 syllables somewhere. Remember, we're doing this in the American haiku format, which is three lines, which consists of five syllables, seven syllables, and five syllables. So go out, find your four, or <laughs> your 17 syllables and get them written down. All right, that's it for your prompts for this week. I'm going to play an audio track. We always start and end every episode with an audio track by one of you poets. And this week I am going to start one, the show with one by George Wiley. And uh, it's called Hurried Words at the Grave. So here we go. Here's George. most vital time we'd not practiced. 
No careful resume of his life was done, each of us having a need to show our caring and the kind of homage he deeply deserved. And to gleam out all from all the things he'd done, this man was better by far than all the rest. We thought there'd be more years before he cast away. How could our quickly conjured words serve a superior man? No doubt he'd be embarrassed by our policy eulogies. He was leaving while we fabricated plastic praises, and he probably planned it that way. That was Mr. George Wiley. Kind of missing. Someone should go poke him with a stick or something. Remind him that he, uh, he should be over here reading. We miss him. All right. So, you know what happens now, right, poets? Yeah. If you'd like to call in and read tonight, the number is 646-595-3965. That's 646-595-3965. If you'd like to call in and read, I'm going to... Uh, get to you guys, the callers, but before we do, I need to let you know that some what comes next things, such as we do take callers in the order that you call in, and it looks like Jimmy, the word machinist, is our first caller tonight at 702, so listen for your telephone area codes so that I can bring you on. When I bring you on, right now you can read two normal poems or one long poem, we our, our lines are kind of busy tonight, so, you know, just two regular poems or one long poem. You guys have been here long enough to know um, what I'm talking about there. <laughs> when I bring you on, as I said before, please make sure you introduce yourself. That is so vitally important that people know who's reading, um, you know, and that, that message from one of our listeners is kind of a testimony to that, so, you know, it's important. People need to know who you are. So when you introduce yourself, take your time. Make sure people have a chance to absorb that. And, um, yeah, and that. And besides, you want to have your name attached to your work. You are literally, verbally publishing your poem right now. We have 16 years worth of archives people can listen to. So, again, you definitely want your name attached to your work. And then you don't want people sitting there pinging me in Messenger saying, who is this, who is this, who is this? And then I don't hear what you say, and I get all discombobulated, and, and then that's just not good no matter how you look at it. When you are done reading, please make sure to um, make sure you give out your URL. It's really, really important that people know, uh, know how to come find you, get to know you and your work better. You start building up that that reader, um, your readership, trying to help people inspire you, all that good stuff. Remember, please, that we do have a mature rating. That means no bumping body parts, no tab A into slot B, you know, no, no nothing graphic, no word porn. Erotica is fine, but the adult rated stuff we can't do here. We only have a mature rating. I'm going to go ahead and announce the first three callers so you kind of have an idea of where you are. As I said, Jimmy at 702 is our first caller tonight, and that's going to be followed by 567 and 731. So those are our first three callers. 
go ahead and grab Mr. Jimmy. Are you with me? Miss Nyla, I'm here. Jimmy Ray Davis, word machinist in the house. Hi, sweetheart. How are you enough? doing? <laughs> it is very clear. I'm doing good. I'm doing, doing very good. Uh, I'm going to get the ball rolling here, but I also want to give you two exciting pieces of news that I think you'll be excited for, okay. especially because you're a little more tuned in, I think, uh, than many uh, who have just discovered uh, my crazy-ass world of words. And first up, uh, you're familiar with Abattoir, Old Bill, all that jazz, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, so Lenore, or unfortunate Lenore, the victim in yeah. Abattoir, um, it has come to my mind because, after all, I created them so I can do whatever I want. I can't bring, you know, I, I want to connect <laughs> all these characters, but Lenore, unfortunately, is gone I, I didn't forethink that, but somebody had to go, and it was her. Uh, but Lenore had a sister. Oh, cool. That uh, was never mentioned. So there will, we will be, you will be finding out a little more about her younger sister, who looks a lot like her, um, and her name is Lorelai. So a um, little tidbit for you there. Also, uh, you know, you've heard of how all these things with, like, Marvel's a good example. The Marvel superhero, the Marvel universe, you know, everything's connected in yes, certain ways yes. and certain things. The Stephen King universe now is starting to find out that different characters and different books of his actually intersect at certain times. So what we got going on here, what I'm going to do, and I'm going to start this out in very broad strokes as I connect it before I actually uh, incorporate the pieces um, that will connect it even better, uh, is the creation of the Jimmyverse. Okay, right? So um, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> everybody, my idea is that everybody from Old Bill to Skin, Bradford slash Skinner to Lenore and her sister, uh, Sideshow Sheila, Cigar Stan, maybe even we'll throw Spirit Wild in there. They're all and Cy, new characters like Cy. Um, they're all they've they're all connected in some way. They've all intersected at one point or another. So that's going to be fun uh, working. And that will play into the characters book that will be coming uh, down the line. So there you go. Right? That's going to be so much fun for you. It's going to be fun for yeah, all well, of us. I, hope, I, 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 say, I hope it's fun for everybody else. <laughs> I, have fun. Well, I mean, you're, you're going to have, have, you're gonna have so much fun creating that. I know, right? It's, I can just imagine have, how much fun I, you're going to have writing those. Absolutely. I could have fun at an insurance seminar and I'm I'm and this is what I always stress to writers that I meet and, and old time writers too that maybe are going through some struggles. Have fun. That's gotta be the key. Have fun writing and creating. That's that's the crux, man. You gotta have fun. You gotta enjoy it. And then everything else will just fall into place. So I sent you a video is, but I it was right before true. the show. I know you didn't get a chance to see it. Um but it's one I posted today. It's an old poem from uh I'm gonna do two older pieces tonight. But um I am working on new poems all the time, so you'll get more of those as well. Um, but this was posted today. And this is – before I actually uh, read this one, I have to ask you a question, Nyla. Do you remember who Philo Beto was? Do you remember the name Philo, Philo Beto? I know that name. I know the name, Philo Beto. Yeah, see, Why do I see, know the I, name? And I, and I made a – I made a reference in this poem, and this is why I'm going to say it now that way for younger uh, listeners or people that just maybe don't remember the name, this will put it into perspective. When you hear it, you'll be like, Philo who? Uh, Philo Beto, I'm a little, little disappointed in you, though. I thought you'd know this. 
especially when you made the I'm Chuck Norris crash. Just earlier. so young. Um, <laughs> hey, I, so, uh, I saw that in a video. I had to use that when it was in a video. <laughs> so Philo Beto was the character that Clint Eastwood played in the movie Every Which Way But Loose. Oh, I should have known that. I love Clint Eastwood. So that was his name. In the I am very, very so disappointed in myself. That's okay. <laughs> so this is uh, so this poem is called "Jesus Gonna Meet Me in the Meadow." Jesus gonna meet me in the meadow, where the ground is black and the fields have no corn. He gonna knock me out like Philo Beto, or regale me with tales of grief and scorn. Round back where the band saws are buzzing and the flies seem to hover without flight. There's a church meeting underneath the ground. These days it's not popular to embrace the light. Desiree says the sickened have all fallen. Their lesions are devoid of murk and pus. Guess the angels will all die at sunset as we leave this world in a big old yellow bus. Jesus gonna meet me in the meadow where the ground is black and the fields have no corn. He's going to knock me out like Philo Beto or regale me with tales of grief and scorn. You can take me out to the old woodshed, flay that blistered flesh off of my hide. You'll only demonize yourself and your shortcomings as I die a little more each time I cry. Sinners, heathens alike rejoice, come hither, bathe you in that murky flood. There are some of you quite beyond redemption. Know this as you're face down in the mud. Jesus is going to meet me in the meadow where the ground is black and the fields have no corn. He's going to knock me out like Philo Bell or regale me with tales of grief and scorn. And so. Wow. Talk about gritty. Right? That yeah, this, was you know, phenomenal. Performance. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I mean, it's, uh, you know, it's uh, and it's just different pieces, you know, and that was a piece, that was, I wrote that actually long, that was one of my first MySpace pieces, and, uh, but thankfully now with doing the videos, I'm able to <laughs> give voice to some of these older pieces and kind of bring them, and it's fun for me because, I mean, I'm, I'm experiencing them again as well, refamiliarizing, uh, and then being able to share that, so very cool. So Philo Beto, there you go. I even got a picture love of it. Philo Beto at the end of the video. <laughs> so. I'm watching the pictures. I can't see it. I'm watching. I've got the messenger pull up, and I'm watching the pictures go by. Um, yeah, so when yeah, you get to the end, you'll see Philo Beto. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so uh, let's see. What am I going to read next? I'm going to read. Yeah, too many, too many poems. Um, we're going to do underground. I was going to do. I wrote a new one called Not Lenore, um, which is the first allusion to the fact that Lenore. I did have a sister, but I did make the announcement already, and so maybe um, I'll put that up another week, or maybe I'll have a companion piece to go with it to give a little more info. So instead, uh, for piece number two, we will go with underground and this one was written back at the end of the myspace era which really was very short uh in 2008 underground 
Life goes on. Life goes round. It's got to be worth it. Some way, somehow. The leaves are green, but they'll turn brown. My heart beats hard without a sound. Just dug a grave in the hardest ground. No marker, no stone, not meant to be found. For my smile gets lost inside my frown. Everything up here must come down. I'm a strong man, though unrenowned. The face paint drips from my inner clown. Don't look to me, I'll stare you down. Where strange ones play, I will be found. I've had quite enough leaving this town. The dead ones lie neath earthen mounds. When silence kills, a song resounds. Life goes on underground. In peace. Life goes on under the ground. Oh, my God, that's creepy. Right? That's scary. So when you started reading it, I started, I put myself as your voice. I was like, and I'm under, I'm closing my eyes, and I'm seeing the smile getting lost in my frown, and, and you know, that was awesome. I loved that one a lot. Thanks, Nella. Yeah, it's fun. And with an old, older one, like I said, and breathing life into it. Um, and I also see different, uh, you know, uh, different interpretations as, you know, obviously when I wrote it and then, you know, as I'm looking at it now, because we know as poets and writing these pieces and vocalizing, we are, we will be interpret, interpreted. Um, uh, super quick, funny story. Remember Psy, right? Uh-huh. The crazy kind of, you know, Psy. And I think I told you this last time. Yeah. I told you about the lady's comment, right? She thought he was a real guy. <laughs> now, I mean, <laughs> you can't pay for no, publicity like that that's like I, I couldn't even respond to it but um <laughs> anyway nyla um we've got oh um do you have i don't know if you can see your whole lineup do you have a 619 in there by chance let me take a look i do have a 619 okay do you have a 619 okay um is it like four or five away something like that uh, there are there are three people. There are four down, so there's three people before them. Okay. Okay. Good. So that will be a first time caller, another recruit, Jimmy Ray, a uh, new friend, poet that I discovered that well, we discovered each other's work, and she is fantastic. I'm excited that she'll be calling in. Her name is Cielo. So uh, looking forward to that. I'll say stick around for that. Uh, now I'm going to let you carry the show on. That's uh, Jimmy Ray Davis Poetry is the author page on Facebook. Be careful there because there are some Jimmy Ray Davis obituaries, and obviously I'm not dead, so they're not for me, but it's a common name. 
uh, and more common than I thought. And uh, also, I can't make it any simpler. If you, TikTok, Instagram, you know, uh, YouTube, Reverb Nation, Word Machinist. It's all you got to put in. Search bar, Word Machinist. I'm the only one at all those places. Very easy to find. Much easier than writing down the URL and doing all the ads and the squiggles and everything else. So there it is. Is it? Do you have that done in two words or just one? One word. Word machines. It's always been one word. Okay. Well, I just wanted to make sure they knew that. I was I was dotting eyes okay, across well, the right. You're absolutely. You're absolutely <laughs> right. We're painting a word picture here. So, all right, Nyla. Hey, as always, it's an absolute pleasure to be here with you. Thank you so much for everything you do and for allowing me to be on and to share. And I'm looking forward to the rest of the show. You are absolutely amazing. Thank you so much, Jimmy. All right, sweetheart. Love you. We'll see you next time. Love you too, hon. Bye-bye. All right. Our next caller comes from area code 567. 567, you're on the air. Hello. It's Pineapple 16. Pineapple. Mr. Pineapple, how are you doing, sweetheart? (laughs) All right. Um, It's been... uh, Interesting winter so far, but um, it, it, Why it's has interesting, it been interesting. How, well, just the weather, it's over 50 degrees again today in Ohio, <laughs> and that's just it's not typical for January, and, uh, you know, the football playoffs and everything, interesting, and just other chaos, chaotic of life, whatever. I, I agree <laughs> about the whole football thing being weird because the Raiders aren't there. I mean, that's really <laughs> weird. Yeah, well, and they said, um, I can't remember, maybe they mentioned the Raiders. They said something the other day about this is the first time in, I can't remember how many years they said, that the Patriots, Steelers, Colts, and there was somebody, maybe it was the Raiders, somebody that's like all of those teams are missing from the playoffs this year. Those those they said four teams, and um, so yeah, just you know, and it was weird with that situation a couple of weeks ago with the guy that died on the field, and then they brought him back to life after working on him for nine minutes from the Buffalo Bills, and mm-hmm. now he's doing okay. But um, it, another weird another weird thing is. You know, at the beginning, when you talk about the writing prompts and you encourage us to read, 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 keep reading. And I I agree that that's um, a necessary action for most people. And I've, I've heard that other places from other writing instructors and mentors um, you, you need to read if you want to write. But mm-hmm. you already told me I'm weird. We all know <laughs> I'm a little bit different. And I myself do very little reading, very little. And my wife is aware of that. And so when I was telling her what poem I was going to do tonight, and I told her about how I've never performed this poem at an open mic from the different venues, especially because 
there hasn't been as many venues and I wrote this poem um, fewer than five years ago and when I wrote the poem my intention was to make a video to go with it and so the words they're colorful but I still as an artist rely on the visual aspect but my wife assured me that most people do read and most people are used to conjuring up the images when they read the words or in this case hear my words so the people's imagination needs to be engaged because they're only going to hear my words describing because I'm going to take the audience on a little adventure poem it's I might only be allowed to do this one poem because this one's a little bit longer than um, it's definitely in my top three of longest poems that I've written and um, last week I did that poem about Peru that was negative this poem that's why I chose this one today because this poem takes this story takes place in Peru and it's the positive <laughs> aspect of my visit and it's the okay. reason I went it's the reason I went to South America the first time was to go to Peru and to visit Machu Picchu because the name of this poem is Trek to Machu Picchu. And, oh, and I guess I should throw it out, but I have to say it at the end, but I'll throw it out here at the beginning too. My name is Pineapple16. That's Pineapple XVI. And so here is Pichu. And um, if you're not driving a car or operating machinery, maybe it's better to have your eyes closed and, and let me take you on this adventure. Okay, hang on. Wait a minute. Wait, don't start yet. Okay. Okay. I'm like pulling out my, then put my feet up, leaning <laughs> back in my chair. My eyes are closed. Wait, I got my. Where's my glass of wine? Oh, it's all the way over there. All right, I have my glass of wine. My eyes closed. And go. We started in Cusco, the place to be, ready to trek to some place special to see. We started our trek in the back of a van, ride uphill a few hours. That's the plan. The distance to the sky kept on dropping, and then, of course, our ears were popping. We biked down a mountain, down and down, rode through torrential water crossings and didn't drown. Our feet and legs got very wet, and of course, our shoes. Some curves were scary, but no crashes, no bad news. It was scenic and fun. It was a wonderful cruise. After dinner, we traded stories or played cards and chilled out. 
little rain at beginning sucked a little, but a great day, no doubt. Second day, awesome breakfast. Then we started our hike. There was no rain. But it was, of course, harder than the bike. We climbed a lot during our 20 kilometers. We drank lots of water, many liters. When we reached a way station, we took a nice long break. Sampled many foods, drank whiskey from a bottle which housed a dead snake. We saw a squirrel monkey, a coati, and brightly colored parrots. We saw a few kinds of potatoes. I think they're related to carrots. Our guide painted our faces with a natural dye. We were warriors and entities and other beings, oh my. Another way station, we had lunch. And oh yeah, we were ready. I was excited to include the Inca Trail with my consumption of spaghetti. We reached a scary bridge. We crossed it one by one. It caused different thoughts for the use of the word fun. We hiked along the river many miles, then climbed a stream over rocks. It was very tricky to not re-drench our shoes and socks. We rode on a cable chair to recross the river. Later that night, some people abused their liver. We hiked through a tunnel. It was very dark and damp. Some people used their phones to substitute for a lamp. The memory of the hike ending that day, perhaps your heart sings. For then we had a glorious, relaxing soak in the hot springs. Dinner at the restaurant got crazy. It was more like a pub. And then till 1 a.m., we had fun dancing at the club. Our sleep time was short. Day three arrived soon. I'm sure many people could have slept until noon. Other groups were ahead of us, so we had to kill time. We told stories or slept or played hacky sack with a lime. It was finally our turn to strap up for zip line. We crossed the river four times. Everything was fine. And then the cable bridge with the raging river below. We gauged each 
and every step. It was cautious and slow. After lunch, we were directed to hike along the rails. Our group was mixed with others. We could share more adventurous tales. The hike was pretty easy, not much up and down. And then we arrived in the Machu Picchu town. Our night and sleep again were very short. Next morning at 4.10, we start our hike to the fort. It was very dark. The slight moon was dim. Our final challenge required much vigor and vim. Steep steps we climbed. We rose over 1,400 feet. That's over 420 meters. It made the finish so sweet. There were various levels of being tired. Some wished they rode the bus. But we are the champions. We hiked the Inca Trail for days. Yeah, us. And then the Inca Grand Masterpiece lay before our eyes. We finally reached Machu Picchu. It was our grand prize. We created photographs with our cameras and our memories, too. Our group drifted apart. We then had different things to do. Our trek together was unique. It was an exciting half a week. New friendships were born. That's an awesome bonus for sure. And even with borders between us, I believe they will endure. End poem. That was incredible. I didn't even know you. I didn't know about. I've. I didn't know about the trail. I didn't know you could hike up there like that. Oh yeah, yeah. That's that's. I had read about it online before I uh, went. Um, like a month or so, I was planning my trip, and I read about this. The fact that they have these groups where you can hike the Inca Trail, and I'm like, oh, oh, I got to do that. And there were. I know, right? Up, yeah, I mean, I went there by myself. But I signed up for this uh, trail hiking package, and it turns out there were 20 people in my group. I should have mentioned that before I did the poem. So there was 20 people. Um, we were from one, two, three, four different four different continents, um, about eight different countries, um, the 20 of us. And um, along with myself, there were four other people from the United States, although one of them originally from Ireland. But then there was an English person, um, five people from France, one Denmark, one Australia, one Colombia, two people from Chile, and and three Germans. And um, so uh, it it was just amazing. I myself was and still am 15 years older than the second oldest person (laughs) 
that was Bart from Australia, uh, is 15 years younger than I am. Uh, the rest of these people were in their 20s. Uh, there was a couple in their early 30s, but um, I was much older. And like the part where I say that it was um, the steep steps required much vigor in them, that was mm-hmm. – I, I myself have run 18 marathons, and that thing was just killing me. I was like – part of it was the lack of sleep and um, – they fed us. I mean, the tour package, it was under $300 for that whole thing, which provided lodging and food, but it was not enough food. And, and I had some snacks, but not enough snacks because this was, I mean, it was spread out over three days. So that part made it easier than a marathon, but I trekked a marathon as far as number of miles that I walked uphill and that downhill. That final 14,000 feet had to have been a killer. 1,400 feet. Um, yeah, it was. Or 1,400, yeah, 1,400 feet. Yeah, yeah, the elevation of, of, of going up over 1,400 feet, and it was it was a short, you know, lateral movement. You were just basically going up, up, steep, like I said, steep steps, and it was it was brutal. It was, but I wanted to, you know, challenge myself with that because they had a bus for that part. There was a bus. And when I got up to the top, I see all these tourists from, you know, wherever, some people older than I was. They're all smiling and happy. I'm like, what the hell? Why are they smiling? And then I was like, oh, because they took the bus and just <laughs> walked 1,400 feet uphill. And so, um, yeah, if I go back, and I'd like to go back, because Machu Picchu, if you go to South America, that like Machu Picchu is one of the best reasons to go. I, I would like to go back. There's so many other places I haven't even been to yet on Earth, but I could go back to Machu Picchu, but I will take the bus. I think that I, go. I think I would take the bus up, and then I'll take the tour down. Yes. Um and I considered even doing the bus down, but then I'm like, no, no, no. I want to see what the difference is between going up and going down. And going down was still challenging enough. So, so yeah, that's a nice challenge. Um, but part of that was I was still I, I could, so tired. I could do the going down part. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's incredible. Well, thank you for taking, on, taking us on that uh, incredible, incredible journey. That was a delight to hear. I mean, true... It was like true campfire. <laughs> could you story. imagine some of the things? You know, when I was speaking the words, could you picture some of the scenes? I could. I could. Like what you said, where the distance um, to the sky was dropping. Yeah. I definitely pictured the potatoes and carrots. <laughs> <laughs> well, there is a video. Because, like I said, I made that to make a video out of it. So there is a video on YouTube. I will post it on your page. So if you want to see that and on your Facebook page. And it it has the words in text over top of the video. But I took a lot of pictures and video. And um, my final product is a combination of photos and video and with the text showing the poem and then you also hear my voice and tonight is only the second time that i have recited the poem the first time was for my microphone 
while I was producing the video. <laughs> I can't wait to see it. Thank you so much, sweetheart. That was awesome, Mr. Pineapple 16. Yeah. Thanks a lot for having me on again. And, yeah, I'll just tell the whole world, again, it's Pineapple 16, the best place to hear my poems or experience them is YouTube, but I also have a couple poetry albums on the iTunes Music Store, and they're also available on Spotify. And so it's Pineapple XVI. So thanks a lot. Awesome. You're very welcome, sweetheart. Great job tonight. That was absolutely wonderful. Yeah, cool. Thanks. Uh, Talk to you next week. (laughs) All right, hon. Not awesome, you guys. A little mini vacation. I'm going to go ahead and give the next three callers. We have area code 731-860 and 619. Let's go ahead and grab 731. Hi, this is Mark Asai. Mr. Michael. Can you hear me? I can, Michael. How are you, sweetheart? I'm doing great. I may have jumped the gun on you there just a little bit. Um, <laughs> hey, how about this? Here in downtown where I'm at, there's a flower shop, and I've, I've been down there and visited, and I'm looking for a particular flower, and people that work there are trying to find it for me. Now, I looked at their page the other day, mm-hmm. and their, their upcoming activities, there's a independently owned bookstore right down the street from them and uh-huh. they're going to have a an open mic poetry thing and I've never seen one of those first firsthand. I'm thinking I may have to go. Do me a favor. What? Put a couple poems put a couple poems in your pockets just for shit and giggles so you have them with you. I don't know if you are you I don't know if you plan on are you going to get up and read or are you just going to go watch? Oh dude if I go I'm reading. Oh, yeah. oh, good. Thank you. It's Thank like, you. It's like, it's like uh, I don't have a bucket list, but if I did, have, that certainly would have to be one of the things on there. There might not be five people there. I don't know. But anyway, I, I, I thought about you... that. I, I actually went looking through my emails and stuff. I wanted to find the first poem that I wrote that was a, on a challenge site, and uh, this girl named Mary from the East, she hit me up late one Friday night and said, look, I want to go to this Poetry Challenge blog on MySpace, but I don't want to go by myself. So just go hang out with me so I won't be the only one there. So while I was there, you remember Kelly, Poetry Corner? That was her deal. Mm-hmm. And uh met a lot of people that day that became lifelong friends, even to this to now. My God, you Stacy was there, Alba was there, Laney was there, Ellie. Funky Boots was there. That's where I met all those people. And uh, anyway, I wasn't planning on doing anything, but the prompt there was freshly cut flowers. Okay. So I looked at people were coming up with stuff left and right. There was probably 100 people on there. This was 2007. So I just started taking away at something. And I had a friend. She was, uh, she was 18. And she got married too early, and the guy she married just didn't work out, okay? And, uh, I mean, when she decided to split, I said, dude, I'll I'll, uh, I'll pay for the divorce. And she said, you're way late. Several other people have already offered. It's taken care of. So she got it, okay? She was really proud of it. She, she finally got her decree, 
and uh, I'm not saying divorce is a good thing at all, but in, in that particular instance, uh, it probably worked out for the best. So that's what I wrote about, okay? Well, you can imagine what all those people thought the poem was about, and it sure wasn't what I wrote about. But that's okay, though. They were all really nice, and I made a lot of friends, like I said. But this is the first poem <laughs> that I ever wrote to a challenge in 2007 after being up all night Friday night on a Saturday morning about 10 o'clock. It's called The Arrangement by Michael Todd. Freshly cut flowers scented the room, once heralded promise, now shrouded in gloom. Red wasn't the color that brought her delight. Pink was soon vanquished from her dreaded sight. No yellow rose welcome to fill her bouquet. Her mind was made up. She would not be swayed. Her countenance gothic as her five-point rack was filled with the roses, all dyed in black. They painted. This picture screamed painfully loud as they wilted before in death's fallen shroud. As she had envisioned all the long while, her prize now before her, she finally smiled. Impulse. <laughs> I love it. Black roses. Really, That's incredible. It was an emo chick. That's why the gothic look. Don't ever call it emo mm-hmm. girl gothic. It makes them crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, that was Don't fun. call it emo, emo girl gothic? No, no, no. Don't do it. It pains them greatly. Okay, I got that one more That sounds like a, a poem prompt to me. Yeah. Uh, this is this is also from 2007. Since I was like one was right by the other, and the poem is uh, one of the first efforts of me being just absolutely silly, over the top, crazy, and I, I got stuck there, and I've never really left. Um, this could only happen in the deep south, Nile. The all cliche poem of unrequited love by Michael Todd. We met at my favorite singles retreat, the local Target department store. She was the quintessential soccer mom, a vision who could ask for more. We started slowly, planned a lunch at Friday's, comfort in a crowd at first, graduated to more intimate settings at a local club. We could quench our thirst. She seemed every place we went, she was known by others who called her by name. She appeared to delight in introducing me with great pride as her new flame. Things went so well for me in time, I did away with my little black book. She was all I required, all I would ever need to make my day with a word or a look. I should have seen it coming, distant looks, mystery texts from unknown others. When she began breaking dates for a myriad of reasons, I was feeling more like a brother. I'm an optimistic guy looking to the bright side. To me, the glass is always half full. But last week, after heavy petting, she called me Bubba, knowing my name is Earl. You can catch more flies with honey than vinegar, so I kept my cool, showed resolve. Think about it. Who wants a bunch of flies anyway? Should we continue to evolve? Appearance may be deceiving. After the storm comes a calm. Maybe better days ahead. Every cloud has a silver lining, but lately with her, I only expect storms instead. 
Keep your nose to the grindstone and your shoulder to the wheel. We can work it out. Ignorance is bliss. I could go with the flow, sadly, smothered with feelings of doubt. So as I stare at her like a calf looking at a new gate, knowing I'm losing all hope, I'm feeling confused, as though I don't know if I've lost a cow or found a rope. I decided to take the bull by the horns and confront her of all my doubts and fears. Was this a chance worth taking? Comparing apples to oranges might result in only tears. I would open the floodgates and cry me a river to get her to make a position plain. Prize, stunned robotic disguise, she said, Bubba was just a universal nickname. End poem. <laughs> oh, that is a that is a romance of the South for sure. <laughs> Oh, part of me just, my heart just breaks for, you know, the the whole, the, the poor guy. That was awesome. That was funny. That worked out, though. That's right. Er, Earl mm-hmm. did okay. Mm-hmm. Earl did okay. Earl's all right. Until he, until he met the Dixie Chicks, he was good. God, I hate the Dixie. Why did you have to bring them up? I didn't know. <laughs> oh, God, yes. Uh, now I know. Now I know. I'll never make that mistake again. You know, it surprises me. You were talking earlier about, you know, all the, all these people and and the MySpace days, and you know, and it made me think about how long ago that really was, and how many changes and all the things that we've seen over all these years. How, you know, the people that have come and gone and changed and grown and, you know grown to and grown away from and it's been a long time and I'm still learning things about you like the Dixie Chicks that's amazing yeah hey a famous singer died today and you're going to read all about it on Facebook who died David Crosby wow it's amazing to read all the things that people write about him that couldn't stand him and hadn't spoken to him in years and now he's a really nice guy it's like Shel Silverstein said, Nashville speaks well of the living. No, I said, no, I'm sorry. He said, Nashville is hard on the living, but they really speak well of the dead. And he was really referring to the music industry. Mm-hmm. So there. When's the last time you heard someone talk about Crosby, Seals, and Nash? You know, when's the last time you heard him even uh, brought up? Me every week of my life. I was a fan. The first album was really good. I was also a Birds fan. Mm-hmm. All those, all those folkies, uh, they hit their stride in uh, in uh, California, uh, Laurel Canyon. They all got together in different places. Just great stories about it. A ton of them were together. Many of them came out with a lot of success too. Um, that whole generation needs to stop dying. Do what, huh? Because that means, like, you know, that that whole generation needs to stop dying because that means that, you know, my generation keeps moving up. <laughs> it's like, quit it. Can't we just freeze time? I'm good with the way things are, you know, the people are here now. We're good. I've got hundreds of records from the 30s and 40s. How do you think about feel about them? They're all gone. 
<laughs> I get it. If I could, if I could rewind time, though, I'd go back to we'd still have Tom Petty. Uh, I did. Uh, uh, I'd freeze post time. Was about Tom Petty a few days ago. You missed it. Mm-hmm. I know. I was busy. I was busy taking care of barking dogs. But I okay. will go find it. Well, I was just putting together a, a, a mixtape, and I was trying to come up with a, the proper amount of songs. I had about, I don't know, eight or so. I needed more. I think that's what it was about. Uh, no, actually, I take that back. That was another one. This is one where I got on Facebook, you earned badges, okay, for uh, mm-hmm. artists and whatever. So I got I got two different badges in the same day. I got one for Tom Petty and one for Tommy Boyce and Bobby Hart. So there. I'm proud of you. Who do you think sold you the most one records? For Tom Petty. Who do you think sold the most records between Tom Petty and or Tommy Boyce and Bobby Hart? I'm always going to say Tom Petty, even if I'm wrong. That's You're my wrong. boy. Uh uh-uh. That's okay. I can deal with it. I was true to my Boyce and Hart had they recorded. I wonder what she's doing tonight. And you're still my favorite girlfriend, Alex Wong. But they also wrote a, a song, at least one song on all but one Monkey album. They wrote "I'm Not Your Stepping Stone." Hell, they wrote the Monkey's theme. They wrote a lot of big songs for other people. They were songwriters more than anything else. Who are the Monkeys? Who were the Monkeys? Yeah. Uh, well, when people would ask the question when I was a teenager, Beatles or the Rolling Stones, my answer was always the Monkeys. <laughs> was it when I saw her face now I'm a believer wasn't that theirs yes absolutely yes written, okay. that was written by Neil Diamond that was a pretty pretty neat concept they did yeah and after Don Kirshner got done with the monkeys you know who he created next no the Archies the Archies I had a ticket to go see Ron Dante, who was the Archies, uh, and and COVID. That's when first COVID came, and it knocked me out of seeing him, and the Cowseals. So I, was, I miss Susan Cowseal too, and I still haven't seen either one of them. So uh, stupid COVID. <laughs> Michael, tell everyone how to find you. You can find me at MikeTodd.blogspot. Com. That's M Y K E, and somebody's found it because somebody somebody came by and read some stuff last week. Pretty excited about it. They they didn't say anything, but they were there because the counter clicked. Pretty exciting. <laughs> All, right. All right, my darling. You should press on now. Yeah, you did so great tonight. I'm so glad you're able to call in. Thank you. I had a good time as always. You're a you're a great date. You're a great date for years. Uh, bye. bye, sweetheart. Peace. Okay, Mr. Mike Todd. Oh, my board is behaving so badly. 
I'm going to go ahead and try to let's unmute. Mute. I might. Not letting me mute. Why is not letting me mute Michael? Okay. Let's go ahead and grab 860, see if I can get them unmuted. 860, can you hear me? La, 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 la. 860. Okay, now I'm there we, I think, talking. I'm like, yes, I can hear you. <laughs> Hi, Jessica. I don't Hello. know what's going on. All the, all the gremlins are out. Hell is empty and all the devils are here. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> okay. Um, On my switchboard. Yeah, I'm going to read two, my two most recent ones, and they're very, very, very different. Um, but, okay, this is Jessica Brooke, by the way. Um, and this is the first ones going towards how I, last week I was saying, you know, it, never mind. Okay. It goes testimony, is what's called testimony. All I have written describing who I am, feelings and dreams, hopes and wishes to someday love myself, to be released from what held me back, praying in verse for God to relieve my suffering, for some reprieve to relax my soul. Now suddenly the nightlight has been turned on. I am no longer in the dark, fumbling for the switch in my childhood bedroom. I woke up New Year's Day to a whole new me, looking back in the mirror, almost unrecognizable. She smiled and spoke the words she has never before believed. I am beautiful. I love you. For the first time, I saw a genuine happy smile radiating from the mirror, a glow on my face, love in my eyes, a glint of sunlight sparkling back at me. Oh, so grateful I am for this gift, amongst many others occurring that same morning. This, my testimony, for everyone barely hanging on, never lose hope, for I held on desperately for over four decades, only to find myself released from all my struggles overnight. It may not seem plausible, yet instead impossible. Believe me, I speak the truth. One day, light will appear, a switch will turn on near darkness. I saw my struggles say goodbye for beyond me, behind me is my misery. All I wished for on a star on New Year's Eve, all I prayed for, to, for at night to God, was realized at an instant. Light within me shines out to the world to speak of an end to suffering, blessed with a miracle, just for the simple reason, I believe. And poem. That was so inspiring Thank and you. uplifting. You are very, very welcome. That was so good. Yeah, and then, like, this one comes out of nowhere when I'm driving. And you you mentioned, oh, when you go out, bring a notebook. But, like, I was driving, so I set, I dictated into the notes part of my phone, like, some random things that were going in my head and and then came home at, and then wrote it, like, sorted out the notes and wrote more. And then, okay, this is what happened when I wrote. Okay, it's called Chance meeting. I met him in a coffee shop on a busy Monday morning. A shock of black hair, blue-green eyes, an aura of extreme confidence I could feel as soon as I was in his presence. 
We sat down and began to talk. I gazed into his eyes, came under a spell of sorts, mesmerized. I could not look away. Deeper, I delved inside. As our conversation turned lively, I felt rooted to the chair. I felt a bit uneasy. I could not place it. His presence was overpowering my brain. I did not understand why I felt so frozen. The topic was innocuous, yet I still felt enthralled, magnetized. I could not resolve my curiosity. So taken by his passion, I could not look away, for he captivated me this way, even though I still sensed something off-putting about his character, almost familiar. Been in this pattern before of not being able to peel myself away when deep feelings are involved, no matter what the danger, regardless of the foreseen future, I still wanted to know what made this guy tick. Suddenly, the reason for my apprehension hit me like a freight train. I was reminded of a past relationship, toxic and obsessive, quickly fast felt past feelings rise to the surface. Realizing I had to listen to my gut, politely, I made an excuse to leave. He then pulled down his mask. Shocked was I to see my ex, this stranger, were one and the same. Tricked yet again, I felt old feelings and betrayal slither over me, slowly filling my veins with ice. I was taken aback, yet he was only a ghost of my past. End poem. It's nice when you can recognize where things belong. Yeah. Yep. In the past. <laughs> You know, you can't embrace your future if your arms are full of your past. Yep, and I give a little, uh, this, I'm just going to uh, have a, well, today's the anniversary of the day my dad died. I wasn't going to say anything, but yeah, my dad died today in 2004, and I'm just going to, I guess that all I'll say is that I dedicate tonight's um, reading to him, and he never got to hear my poetry, so... Whatever, that's it. Uh-huh. That's all I'm going to say <laughs> about that. But well, he did now. Huh? I said he did just what? now. Yep, I did just now. He heard it. Yep, so I said he did him. Yeah. And um, you can find me on Facebook. Um, my author page is Jessica Brooke Poetry. So I'm posting everything right now. I have a YouTube, Jessica Brooke Apostrophe S Poetry, Brooke with an E. Um, and I have books on Amazon, author Jessica Brooke. All right. Thank you for giving me the platform again to speak. And, oh, Nyla, there's an open mic every Thursday night, like a live open mic. I just thought, not every Thursday, it's before Thursday. But I decided instead I'm going to go to your show instead of doing an open mic because you should feel special. <laughs> I do. Still. I feel special every time you call in. Aw, thanks. So. Yeah, we are special. I decided, well, that's, I do something on Thursday night, so it's a week for another time. But um, love, this, love this show, and I'm so happy that I've been calling in. I'm, I'm really grateful for it. And we I'm grateful love you, for you, too, and I'm so glad that you're doing so well and the message you're sharing with everybody, honey. Thank you. Thank you. Good night. <laughs> All right. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, so it looks like we have... If I can get things unmuted here, maybe. Come on. Looks like we have things are unmuting. Ah, don't start singing or anything, Jess, because I'm still unmuting you. Are you muting you? Let me see if we've got that. Okay, I think. 
I think we're good. Okay, let's go ahead and we are going to grab Jimmy's new friend at 619. And I'm going to bring Jimmy on too. Uh, Jimmy, I hope you can come on. Just heads up, Jimmy, I want to bring you on too so you can introduce your friend. If I can get their mute, their mic to mute. 619, are you there? Hello, I'm here. Hi. Hi. Hang on just a moment. I'm going to see if I can get Jimmy on with us. Jimmy, are you with us? You know it. Jimmy. There you go. So I, would you like to introduce us to your guest? I absolutely would. So uh, as I told you before, uh, I did. I was trying another site called Let's Wait for the Truck to Go By. Uh, poetizer, and very cool, very uh, strictly poetry, no video, no crap, no uh, craziness, which is nice, it's a nice change. And I met a few people over there, some other poets that really blew me away uh, with their work and just really friendly people, and uh, that's where I met Fiello. She's fantastic. You're going to absolutely love, love her spoken word and her poems, and uh, she's very sweet, very nice, and I'm really excited that she was able to call in. So, Cielo, take it away. Thank you so much. <laughs> yes, um, my name is Cielo, and I am pretty nervous. I don't think I've ever done, like, a live recital, so. Um, you know what, honey? It's just take a deep breath. It's just cool. We're sitting here on the phone hanging out. Nobody can see you. Your words are your friend. They'll never let you down. Remember to breathe and just take it slow. Your words to your friend. Got it. Thank you so much. So this first one that I'm going to do is called Moon of Cheese. I met her in the moonlit Zona Norte Strip, Tijuana, Baja California, the city of those $1 tips. Her needle heels flicker with the lights of hellhole LED signs thus bringing further up my eyes to a fruity contrast of her cherry dress, her thighs, orange texture, peeled, tater meat and flesh. Her visage is what paralyzed my glance, a haunting, broken porcelain, withered by a throng of dirty hands. Dare I not describe the timeless gaze, tears long dried away, three dissembled on her thong lace. Yet that cursed Friday night, I was dazed, by the irony, the paradox of a single giggled unboxed phrase, the childlike reflection on a lipstick grin, uncorrupted, innocence remained, as if not a year evaporated like her gin. The moon is made of cheese, you see, said the smiling she. How? How could this possibly be? As I now reflect on the woman I seen, a today woman myself, Life developed my fangs quite keen, even if her thighs are marked with fingertips, precocious, a box sealed from sundry holes of orange peels. Even if the craters is all you can now see, forsaken, naive, and the moon is still made of cheese. End of poem. Jimmy, do you want to comment first? Oh, yeah. you know what? And I remember when this was posted on Instagram, um, and yeah, it it really because it, it really takes you there. You know, the wording is just so exquisite. 
um, and you feel that, you know, that, that there's an air of despair um, and, and, the, and, the whole, and bringing it all in, the, the whole thing together with the moon being made of cheese. I, I, I think it's brilliant. Uh, what, what, what's your take, Nyla? I, I really, it really resonated in me because I remember, and for a couple of different reasons, there was a picture, and I don't remember if you remember back on MySpace Day, but I had a picture up of a little girl, and she she was maybe seven, and she had her eyes closed, and she was all roughed up, tomboy little girl. She had her hands out in front of her, and there was a big Band-Aid on her elbow. Her face was kind of streaked dirty with her braids, and she had her hands out in front of her, and there was a Band-Aid on her hand like she was holding something off. And I love that picture because, to me, it really represented the fact that all the crap that I had been through in my life, all the things, I mean, I went to, I was in, I went to 17, or excuse me, 12 different high schools because of being in foster homes. I mean, I went through a lot of crap when I was younger, but there was that part of me, that little girl in me that just put her hands up and kept all the, the bad things at bay and protected that, that little voice inside of me that believed the moon was made out of cream cheese. You know, and so that, really touched me on that level and then it really that, that part of me my my soul just ached for her in that poem because it also brought out the elements of mental illness for me you know when somebody has such a horrible reality that they pull inside of themselves to that safe place you know so it really made me think of people that struggle with that and and find their own reality and I don't know your exact intent in writing that I don't know what your inspiration was but once we throw our poetry or our art out in the world it's open for interpretation you know and those were the things that I got out of that piece and I thought it was so incredibly powerful on both levels both on the personal level it touched me on you know and then you know um working with a lot of people in mental health, seeing that secret place that you just have to disappear to because it's just too hard on the outside. It just, it was fantastic, right? Yeah, and Cielo, you read it really well, too. It was really well enunciated. It really came through. Your feeling really came through mm-hmm. with it, and uh, and you didn't sound nervous. At all. <laughs> Thank you. At all. And, yes, it, it's actually about uh, what you mentioned. So it's it's keeping that innocence amidst everything that all the perversion of life and like everything that that you go through you know like a box sealed in in, inside of you that remained with that innocence so that's that's exactly what what it was about yeah yeah and i I, i'm so glad i was i love it when i'm right (laughs) but it did it it really it really spoke to that spoke to that part of me you know i went through some hell and I did everything in the world to protect, you know, people would say, my mom used to tell me that I look at the world through rose colored glasses, you know, and she would say it in a way that was not nice at all. And I would just laugh and I would tell her, I've got a whole drawer full at home in case a pair breaks. You know, I don't, I don't live in my own little world because I don't understand reality. I live in my own real or my own little world because I absolutely completely 100% reality, you know, understand reality, you know, and I can choose how I deal with that. I can choose how I walk through the world. I can choose if I laugh or smile. I can choose if I have fun or if I let things swallow me, 
you know, and the only reason I can do that is because I so desperately protected that that inner glow inside me and didn't let the world beat it down. And I love your poem, and I love you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. I think that's a really important poem because I think a lot of people, you should really think about recording that. Maybe Jimmy can kind of put you on the right path to do that because I think that that is, is a very powerful very powerful poem. It will be that way for a lot of people, you know, especially women. You know, it isn't always girls that go through this, but I think especially for women it's going to really, really hit hard and, and be empowering to them. Yeah, it's that, kind of, that would it's be a kind of poem that just tells you all the, all the bullshit was worth it kind of poem. Yeah, exactly. I'm, exactly. I'm okay. Yeah, awesome. Were you going to read a second one, my dear? Uh, yes, I'll. Might as well do it now that I'm here. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, this one's called Depersonalization. I contemplate upon the pair of eyes that inspect back from still water, a familiar sight and insight of screams that only utter. Charcoal caves with a crystal door, shy into the intimacy we both know, but I know them too well. Inner iris, an ancient crow. The frame frayed and fades yearly, its color turns rusty and dull, but the pair remain intact, embirding hourglass full. Reminiscence that bore milk teeth, staring alone at the playground, tardy erupting its fangs, dilated pupils dumbfound. Dumbfounded, I can't help but to ponder and trance. Any question to shield eyes I mime. Will the frozen lake freeze, freeze my image in time? End of poem. Wow. Go ahead, Jimmy. Yeah, that was that was another uh, <laughs> another example. Yeah, I mean, you, you take the, these, you know, the, first of all, you, you the imagery is really sharp. You know, we're seeing through the eyes. We're seeing how you're seeing seeing it, and and how you know a lot of times, a lot of what we see our perception, and how much of that we hold. You know, to be. Uh, what we think it is, and, and in a lot of cases, uh, that is what it is. But there's, it always, there always feels like it could be more. I think, and it, it really, that, that poem really has a, a kind of a timeless feeling for me. You know, it's, it's kind of something that um, can be different for all of us, but that we can all feel. Nyla, what do you think? I think she. I'm just really glad that you brought her to the show. I think you did a really fantastic <laughs> job tonight, and your delivery is really clear and. You know, you can't tell that you're nervous. I know what, I mean, I've been doing radio for 18 years or since, not 18 years, since I was 18. And I still go nuts every time the mic goes live. You know, I know those butterflies and being nervous is like, but you just take, I mean, you took a deep breath and you absolutely brought us inside your poems and did a fantastic job. And, you know, if you were to tell me that you'd been reading for 15 years, I would have believed that as well because you did great. (laughs) I, I truly appreciate um, both of you and Jimmy for bringing me here and um, you for listening and giving me the opportunity. Um, I, I really wanted to do this because I was so scared. So I was like, I just need to, you know, do it. <laughs> Stop thinking about it so much and, 
and I'm so happy that I did and that you guys were so supportive and thank you so much. Yeah. I'm so grateful. Well, you know, and now you can call back next week. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you write because you have something to say. And what good is writing it if you don't have someone to say it to? You know, it, the, the, one of the biggest reasons I started this show, because it would have been absolutely tragic for me. You know, I always say that Jimmy's the one that was the catalyst to start the show. But actually, and that's true, but it actually started with my son. I was, we had moved and I was walking up the stairs and I dropped a box on the stairs and all of my journals from my entire life since I was a kid, all of my notebooks and everything fell out. And he picked one up. He started picking up the books and putting them back in the box. And he picked one up and started, and he says, Mom, is this yours? He says, you need to get on MySpace. There's all kinds of poets on there. You need to get on MySpace. You know, and then that's how I got on MySpace. And then the rest is history with Jimmy and us being here tonight. But, you know, how sad would it have been for my kids to have found that box long after I was gone and for me never to have shared you know, what's in my heart. So don't leave. Don't let, your, don't let your words stay hidden in a notebook. Don't let them stay stuffed in a drawer. You've got a home here. You've got a place to share them. You've got a place to tell the world how you see it and your opinions and your thoughts, and they need to be heard. And I'm really glad that Jimmy brought you here and you have a home here now. Thank you so much. And I, I, will, I will be on here more um, after this and... Thank you for sharing your story also and having this platform for, for everyone to share. I absolutely cannot wait to hear more from you. It's going to be exciting. Thank you. Thank you for calling in. Thank you. All right. You want to tell everyone how to find you, sweetheart? Oh, yes. Um, I am on Instagram and TikTok, uh, poetry by underscore Cielo, which is spelled C-I-E-L-O. Perfect. And Jimmy, if you think about it, you want to throw her, yeah, on the chat room, maybe throw it up on my page for me so people can grab it off my page. Okay, awesome. Jimmy, thank you for bringing her and uh, introducing her to us. Absolutely a gift. We appreciate you. And thank you so much for coming on and reading, honey, and we'll talk to you guys next week, okay? Thank you. You are very welcome. Thank you. Good night, Jimmy. All right, let's grab. Oh, I think my board's working. Okay, let's grab. That was awesome. I think we have Soldier Blue. Soldier Blue, Blue. If I can unmute you, it is time to toodaloo a poem or two. Oh, come on. I am going to sit here and just keep singing to you until I can unmute you. And that's going to be horrible for you guys to have to listen to. All right. Are you there, Mr. Blue? <laughs> uh, 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 once upon a time in the land of what happened was. <laughs> <laughs> we all had years, and then Nyla started singing, and it was all downhill from there. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, this, this, this being Jeez. Soldier Blue, uh, I have uh, one piece to, that I want to spin tonight just because it is it, it, it's a – it is a hard hitter. Uh, it's kind of come across twofold because uh, there's some some uh, some uh, uh, people that I publish with, and they've been asking for more works talking about the, uh, this particular 
uh, subject, which you know when you when you hear it, you'll you'll know automatically because I've been I've been talking about this for a long time, um, and so I you know with that in mind, I did I basically hit it from a, a from two, from two areas from the uh, from the area of missing murdered Indigenous women, and also with the children that were you know, their, whose remains to the tune of uh, 10,000 and counting. Uh, have been found at, on sites of the boarding schools where they, you know, where they used to send the, the, our kids. So this piece is called Titles, Trials, and Differences of Opinion. Bone Wars, Skull Wars, Titles, Trials, and Differences of Opinion. The open rolls of my silent sisters, death, debt, and longing, silent graves shine, in the moonlight. Too many children have died, though their memories still cast a star-ripped divinity upon the night sky. Hongitha. Shattered nights, screaming, singing, blood, wabid. Sounds of elemental choking children, childlike ceremonies, they dance sacred circles around our missing, murdered, indigenous red earthen sisters. Thin children's voices echoing deep shades of image shadows, suffering the ones they endured even so. It is they whom have chosen to console these sister descendants in their hour of pain. Deconstruction of a life, pulling things apart, destruction accomplished with a knife, the blade as sharp as river ice. Great lakes, slave trade, human trafficking, titles mean nothing. The acts of trauma and misery are still the same. Trials are a puppet show. Justice is a difference of opinion. No matter. It is still kill the Indian, save the man. Boarding school children are still dead. Communal graves, unmarked graves, graves with the headstones yanked out, 10,000 recently discovered remains and counting. Our silent sisters are still dying, disappearing, lives unresolved, gender genocide, no relief. Horrors passage from gateway dreams. What? Deep as water. M M I W missing murdered indigenous women death and slavery as old as the age of discovery. Oh yeah. Columbus involved. Ain't he a peach? Solvency originators, the original alternative energies energy source. Us working for them, all those menial, dirty jobs of manual labor, caustic, back-breaking, slavery, servitude, indentured, titles mean nothing. It is older than the, the discovery of the America's alternative. I wonder how many see the native in that. Female sovereigns, the absolute value of future generations lost. 
the stain of violence and repeatable acts of degradation, silent sisters, red earth misery, your countenance clothed in a red dress, cosmetic conscience applied to your face, a red paint handprint, delible, deliberate, a rage symbol, cheek to cheek, we keep ourselves, our spirits in unity, torn from the headlines, except there were no headlines to tear, only familial tears. So it was soft news, no case, no court. Ah, kangaroo hopping. So it was just another Indian. So it was no one worth investigating. Death, disappearances, after the fact discoveries, Sun breaks through, blinding, no time to adjust before it was gone again. Daji, like a fire flaring, fading. The sparks crushed by the hours of darkness. Shave, breathy air strokes staled by daybreak. Gasoline, oxygen all but driven out of starved lungs. Sun paints the horizon. Land's edge, red as paint by daybreak, they'll be gone. Silent sisters on the far side of moving stars, constellations quicken one last glance as events move and limbs stiffen. We wait for them, the herald announcement. The remnant children of boarding schools, future generations unborn, they lift their sisters, our relatives, out of sodden, shattered flesh. Each one as beautiful as before she was unmade, stripped of everything, day by day. Pure gold from within the flame of the living boy. How they dance. How they move just out of sight, just out of reach. Jeweled forest, oaken glens, sapphire pools of first medicine. Mni wichrone. Rain waters, sweet and cool, skies lost with eternity, the sweep and foam of the deep blue sea. Botratroka. Sand, silt, earthy loam, we sing of our relations with the early mornings of sacred smoke. We fan the air of their existence, each telling phrase of who they are to us. We remember their laughter, the jokes always ready on the edges of their mouths. We remember the stories told about them, their lives, their times before. 
Again and again we sing for them. We sing to them now laid on shelves, now stuffed in boxes, now laid to rest low and restless in graves and holes, cut banks caved over them wherever it shall be that we find them. The children, our silent sisters, forever they are part of our legacy. We are the ghost road born, walking ever on our way to home place. Uchi. Titles, trials, differences of opinion, they mean nothing. We know what we know. We understand a little more. We are Red Earth. In peace. Wow. You know, it always just is a kick in the gut. Absolute stupidity that humanity can just display and excuse off and ignore and overlook, you know, just how humanity is bastardized for profit, for gain, for ego, for superiority, for bragging rights, for all the stupid, stupid, dumb reasons that things are done. It breaks my heart. I mean, there's right and wrong. Why can't the world see? There's wrongs. There's bad things. Why can't? That's it. Why don't, why don't, why isn't it stopped? And that's why I keep, keep speaking out because, you know, they, I'm, in the process of reading a book right now called Fresh Banana Leaves, and it's really hitting home for me because it's about a lady whose father had been a child soldier in the Civil War of El Salvador. And, you know, being as how my first part of life was in Central America, I totally understand what she's talking about. I saw those things. And yeah, I was you know somewhere between six months and six years old. But I guarantee you, you can't see that kind of thing, no matter what age you are, and forget. You cannot forget. Uh It's there. It's burned in your brain. And all the only thing that you can do is 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 find a way to live with it. So that you know that with you know along with you know what I've. You know, I've been re-educating myself on in terms of my people and, and you know, the Native peoples of the Americas. You know, I I do what I can to do my part. Yes, sir, you do. Walking through life is sometimes like, you know, your whole life becomes stepping stones and landmines and you just learn where to walk. The things oh, yeah. you carry with you. 
Every Fantastic day. job, Soldier Blue Blue. Thank you, man. It was Thank amazing. You, Absolutely amazing. It. You're very Thank welcome, you. sir. And uh, yeah. you can find me on uh, Rafe Wild at Facebook.com, and underneath it'll say Soldier Blue in parentheses. I also have the uh, Reverb Nation, which is under Soldier Blue Blue, and I have some of my recorded works over there. As well, the uh, Red Earth One podcast, which is a free you know, podcast, you know, so people can access it and, and gain some understandings of, you know, what they hear me say here. And um, that's it. Uh, you know, for right now, I'm, those are the things I'm working on. Absolutely awesome. And we will talk to you next week, my brother. Oh yes. You bet. I've got. Uh, oh, just as a side note to, to, to wrap up that <laughs> piece of the. Uh, also, with that with that particular piece, that was the last piece in my last uh, a little hand hand carry uh, notebook for 2022. So now I'm starting and it a new one. About the book. With, Oh yeah, it, it, you know, like I say, it, 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 like I say, it wrapped it up. So now I've got a fresh one ready to go for the upcoming year. It's always fun, isn't it, when you when you fill up a notebook? Oh, I love it. When your you journal's know, done. you know, I'm, I mean, I've got like three or four more that I'm going to be reading. You know, from that, you know, to, you know, in the over probably next, you know, well, next week and then probably the week after. But you know, like I say, they 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 uh, have some good work, and I I I. I'm thankful for it because, I mean, I look at it, you know, like, you know, the, 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 my ancestors and the spirit ones, you know, they, they put these things to come through me and I am thankful that they have chosen me, you know, for the medium of being able to get these stories out there. I truly believe that. I do as well. All right. I can't wait to see what you bring us next week, honey. I appreciate you so much. <laughs> I appreciate you too, Miss Nana. Thank you as always for this beautiful platform. You're very welcome. Love you, hon. Talk to you next week. Yes, ma'am. All right. Now it's time for, I'm going to try to keep my comments to a minimum. We have an hour and 16 minutes left in the show. We still have quite a lineup to get through. Um, you can still do two pieces, but make them like, you know, two normal shorter pieces or one long piece and we'll be doing good we're going to be bringing on agent 419 been MIA if I can get them to unmute gosh darn it come on agent 419 are you with me maybe sort of uh, come on unmute agent 419 are you with me now for duty yes ma'am thank you thank you (laughs) I said agent 419 reporting for duty you have not heard from I'm me telling in a while, I could tell you. <laughs> um, in September, my mother had a heart attack, and she was in the hospital, emergency room ICU. Uh, but I live in Indiana and go home to Wisconsin, and now my brother just passed away. Uh, it was unexpected. Nobody knew, and we just buried him on January 6th. So um, I've been away uh, for baby a while. Girl. <laughs> 
Oh, it's been it's been tough. I've been going through it, but the good thing is that I'm starting to write a little more, and I'm getting feelings out that have been suppressed for years. And I think it's therapeutic, healthy, and there's poetry, there's lyrics. I wrote a song for my brother, um, saying that we all have only one shot to live. It's the only thing that's promised that we're all given only one shot at life. And I just want to keep going with my music and stuff. And um, yeah, I don't want to give up. So. You're too strong for that. I know you're too strong for that. You know, but even when we're strong, we can still get kicked in the teeth, you know, and and knocked to our knees. And I'm really glad that all all of this is going on. I'm not an expert on death, but I'm not an expert on death. I mean, my husband died from lung cancer. My nephew died from brain cancer. Um, And every every death is like, you know, it's always different for people. Like you have the car accidents, uh, someone struggling from a disease, a massive heart attack, blow like that. Sometimes you don't even know what happened. Um, There's murder. There's all kinds of things. But to have one be that you didn't know, that you weren't awakened to, and um, living with the regret that the last time he called me, I didn't answer. Um, It's just life is so short. You know, like I just say embrace it. He was 53 years old. He had two sons that they're going to college right now, and one's playing college football for Iowa. So I'm really excited this year to cheer him on in my brother's absence. But Noah will be watching. So, I'm glad you're absolutely. here with us. I'm glad that, that we get to give you these <laughs> mental hugs. And you know what? Knowing you and knowing how your brother must have been, don't worry that you didn't answer the phone. Shelly, seriously, because I will bet you when you didn't answer the phone, he probably honestly rolled his eyes and laughed and thought you were up to some kind of mischief and he'd just get a hold of you later. But as I said you in know? the funeral, it was 1 o'clock in the morning and I was comatose. So. <laughs> but, I mean, I, I, I understand. <laughs> I'm, I try to, I try to sol- solace myself in my heart by saying that he thought of me enough to make those calls. So. You know, yeah. I, I try to little comfort. Um, I just kind of go back. You'll always never know what they were about or the contents or maybe he was going to tell me he didn't feel good or you just, you'll never know. You'll never know. Oh, one day I'll know, but not in this life. So I, I do believe in. <laughs> so. Exactly. So what <laughs> is it that's in your heart to share with us tonight? What do you need? What do you need to say? Uh, this one I just wrote the other day, <laughs> and maybe towards the end, maybe it can be a tied up, but uh, this one is, I guess I'm the piece in the poem. Um, it's called The Climb, and it says, The brazen little girl was never thwarted by that gigantic hill standing grandiose in front of her. Her heart never wavered at the mere thought of the climb. Instead, she focused on herself where she already was in her life. She reflected back on the moments of her life, no matter how insignificant, and realized they all amassed to where she is today. She found herself most thankful for these moments and took a piece of them with her every step of the way. As her mind kept her in perpetual thought, her feet were carrying her in continued motion. Absorbing the surroundings around her, it dawned on her she made it to the top. Her life had led her to this moment. Every step and every story led her to her destiny. Her journey is her time it took for her to arrive where she needed to be. The next chapter of her life is ascension, where her faith will make her rise, up to the highest heaven, up above the eternal skies, where endless love will find her, holding out its arms, an embrace 
so tight and so comforting, there will never be a need or a want to let go. Or there is always the alternative to find out what lies below. But her life is the climb, and the ending is her own free will. And peace. That was incredibly powerful, sweetheart. Oh, thank you. I just wrote that yesterday. You're very welcome. <laughs> thank you. Fresh off the press. <clears throat> right. Um, I do have one more. Do you have time for one more? Of course. Okay. This one is the one that's painful, but it had to be visited and it had to be said. So I just want to get it out there and maybe put it to rest. I don't want to put it in print or anything like that. But if I can say it, it's therapeutic for me to let it go. You know what I mean? Like you said, if you want to write something, you have to tell it to someone, right? So I just want to tell it mm-hmm. to you tonight and then kind of let it go if I could read us that kind of a poem. So <laughs> I didn't title it even. And I'll don't know take why it. I Give it to me. I'll, <laughs> I'll put it away for you and just leave it here. I'll take care of it. You don't have to worry about it anymore. Okay. Give it to me. Okay. <laughs> you dwell in your own prison, self-constructed. The walls around you suffocate as you cut yourself off from the endless lies, trying to lie to yourself to placate, to find peace. But peace never comes to those unsettled, unsettled with blackness and empty, loveless hearts, confined by the prison you built around yourself, a place where you find comfort, shackled up in chains, The chains are the ones that confine you from those of ugly hearts that surround you, who choke out any life and love you may have left, to be able to share that with your own blood, with your own kids. Darkness enshrouds. The light is still there, but barely exists. A shell of a man you have become from living this life for far too long. She will always be a fraud. No love exists in a heart of hate. Blackened is your world now, as the colors all run as one. We remember back when you were dad, and our lives were filled with so much fun. But where is he gone now? All these years we see him slip away from the grasps of our loving hearts. It is you she stole away. We were left with smiles of years gone past, of wonderful loving memories of our dad. Even though he is still on this earth, he is barely in our lives because of her. I can't believe she lied when the police called the dreadful night obstruction of justice by a fraud. I will always wonder why she never handed the phone to my dad. She is not next of kin to my brother Chuck, who had no respect for her, as we all don't. But you chose that life. She lied to you when your son died. You could have seen him that night. The truth sometimes is blinding, especially when staring you directly in the face. Did she say Chuck just died without any compassion, dignity, or grace? Evil runs in her blood. I will forever see her that way. And Uncle Mike, she frauded, managed to come to the funeral that day. I wish I could have seen the sheer hatred in her eyes, to see her squirm and shake from all her hatred and her lies. One day I pray for my father to wake up and see the light of all the darkness he's been living in. I pray for God to grant him sight. A lady I will never respect as my father visits the emergency room twice And once I was told was admitted for days, she never told my father's kids that isn't very nice. My heart bleeds for people who don't see the livelihood getting sucked up dry. The guy who used to tell jokes would always smile and share stories. A man I looked up to my entire life. A man, my hero, a survivor, a friend who never once played victim. He just kept on going. A man as stubborn as my brother Chuck. As many have told me, they were too much alike. 
Yes, I do see that now. After all, he was his son. I pray for absolution. I pray for all those wasted years of all the times we could have had spent with our father, whom was stolen from us, from a vile, wretched woman who will never shed a tear. She literally has no compassion in her life as she destroys others. Yes, the prison you live in is for allowing her in. The walls built so solid you cannot escape. She is in your mind. She is the very reason why your life turned out like it did. She is the reason why you live in your own prison. She holds the key. Written with respect and love for my dad after my brother Chuck passed away. And boom. Well, I don't I don't even know if there's anything I can say after that I except for I out. hear I you. Had to, I had to get it I had to get it out. I feel like I'm I'm not going to, I had to get it out. I'm not gonna mess that up by commenting on that at all except for saying that not just that we hear you. Shelley. We it hear was you. Loud and clear. Was it least loud a and bit clear. <laughs> on a, on oh, a point, point it was amazing. Your delivery was your oh. delivery was powerful and you know and, and and fierce and strong and you know I, I will tell you this. My my mind put a different face on your father than I mean that was about your father, but for me, I I inserted my own person in that, and yeah, get it. Yeah. Oh, I can mm-hmm. tell. I can just say that after my brother died, um, I sent a a, a a text message to my dad, and I just said like, why aren't you for any of your kids? Who cares what Chuck did and what the other three that you have remaining do? It's everything is about her. It's always been. And then um, I will tell you that. Sometimes there's a new leaf. I know I never read that to my dad, but maybe he felt my heart because I, after I read it, I, like, cried and got it out. And then on Friday, he called me to see how I was doing out of the blue. He never does that. But the thing is, he called me when he was driving, and he always calls, so he cannot call me from his own home. And that bothers me because where you don't feel is. comfortable in your own home where she is. And I will never understand that. As long as I live, I will never, ever, like, I told my boyfriend who has children, I will never date a man who has children if they ever put me above any of their kids. I, they're, I'm not, they're not worthy of me because I'll never allow myself to have any man put any of their kids above me ever, 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 ever because I know how compassionate I feel about my life and how I feel that it was stolen from me. So I had to say it. And then I found out uh, after my brother died, I went to lunch with my dad's uh, brother, and they told me that one of the instances that he was in the hospital, he was hospitalized for two or three days, and we were never told he was even in the emergency room twice, let alone hospitalized. And I'm talking about his own kin, his own next of kin. And my brother Chuck that died, she lied and said that she was his next of kin. That's a stepmother. There's no blood. And me and my brothers and sisters are blood. My father and my mother are both alive, and he has two sons. And she lied and said that. I don't know why someone would even have a heart of, like, blackness and utter evilness to even lie and say that where my dad was crying, why can't I see my kid? And she just never handed him the phone. She lied. I got it on the 911 report. She should get a ticket for obstruction of justice. I I, I just, I'll never, I just always wonder now how kind she was to tell my father that her son died. 
that bothers me to not know that. So. Well, shoot me I gotta a let message. It go. Shoot me. Yeah, I got a message. Yeah, shoot me a message when you get off of here. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I, I mm-hmm. will give you a call in a little bit. I I thank you and I appreciate it and I really do thank you for letting me at least vent at least and then now you know too I wasn't on the show for so long so there's been stuff going on but I'm still writing and that's the important thing I need to keep writing so you do and we're here whenever you need us just waiting thank you right my here dear right Mama. next to me on the sofa there's a, there's a, well I'm not on the sofa but I'm on a pretend sofa and there's a spot right here next to me for you whenever you need it. Well, I thank you so much, and I really love being a part of your show, and I love what you do for your community, for the poetry community. And uh, Soldier Blue, oh, my God, I've been listening to him for years, and his piece just always takes me somewhere, you know what I mean? Like, it's so profound, it's so prolific, it's so reality staring you in the face, but it's in such a way, and I love his native tongue that he incorporates. I'm just really a big fan of listening to his poetry on the show as well, and many others, but... I mean, just with his native tongue and everything, I just love that he brings a part of that out, you know. Exactly. The, the, the All right, roots, baby, you know? tell everyone how to find you. you. Yeah, uh, well, um, on, I, and I do need to start sharing, and I'm glad you said that this evening in the beginning of your show, um, Poetical in, Intrigue, which is on Facebook. It's poetical, not political. Um, in, poetical Intrigue, and then Shelly Gambino is my name on there. Um, I do need to take my poems I've been posting on my regular and switch them to the poetical because I have not posted on there in a long time. So I'm going to have to start doing that. But that's all my poetry. Awesome. All right, sweetheart. (laughs) Very proud of you. And we're here all the time, anytime. Thank you very much. I I appreciate it. And thank you so much. You're welcome, Shelly. We love you, honey. Thank you. Love you, too. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Okay. Remember, we got quite a few callers. I try to keep this short. I'm going to have you. If you're going to read two poems, just I'm going to have you read both of them, and I'll make a short comment at the end because I need to get you all on. All right, I'm not going to cut you back to two, but read your first one, introduce your second one, and then I'll tell you you're amazing because you are, and we'll get you all on. All right, our next caller comes from area code three two three. You are on the air, Mr. Sincere. I'm trying to unmute you. Just so you know, oh. are you with uh, me? Sincere from Los yes, I'm with you. Uh, man, uh, a lot of heart, heart, heartfelt warm. I don't understand how I'm so far behind, and I called 15 minutes before, but that's neither here or there. Let's go. Uh, a porch revenge. As soon as the show opened, the lines just exploded. It was crazy. Oh, my God. Okay. Okay, a porch revenge. Uh, let's get to it. We got people waiting. <laughs> it's called Port Revenge. A dime is two nickels fighting to be spiked. Domestic product violence booking with you trying to fly from national and rational radiation from news that seems like a way to frighten us with propaganda, or is it this nation married a old dealer with exceptional skills to stymie us under a phrase of racism, hatred, bigotry, so forth and so on? A poor revenge secretly seeks to jump ship, even to set up another over drugs from over the counter, eventually to eventually leading to lend his hand to poison his own clan for price or price sake. Big pharmaceutical companies sell a Broadway dancers a dream that date with lights, cameras, and action. Sixty six came to see you swing, so my lips together in order not to die from the wrath of Cain and the 13 European films that run the world behind the blood infection. 
keep sale, keep sake. Oh, sorry, my family's under a rock. Nation counselor chose to channel markets breath of Hooter. Beef meets at ink with no bands to think without a 30 heel signature lotion. Up someone rear end to plug with a leftover Wiener Central praying party 666. Antibiotics and anti approach. We're keeping half the world poor, and the news boys still babies over internet connecting summer dummies. Just me at Martha Stewart's Boneyard. I got a bone to pluck from underneath the Cyclops' fourth leg over at 6th Avenue in Rockefeller Drive. Boring, isn't it, when the Hamptons only take those making money from selling bodies on the red tape black market space. Those are human trafficking. Banned on a land stolen off the backs of those seeking a seamless crying out of acts of love from mounts. Pity, don't give a darn. Flea option is a horse stack. Feed her overnight hindsight, a man colors only when the horse favorite JoJo dancers skip around understanding a bastard's cry, a poor's revenge. Wow. And end poem? End poem. Absolutely like a kaleidoscope of freaking incredibly powerful, I mean, just one jab after another jab after. That was incredible. Oh, wait, I'm supposed to let you read the second one. I never listened to me, Dan. <laughs> it's horrible. Cut, Ed. Okay. Keep me in line. All right, you're yeah, next yeah. one. Sorry. <laughs> How come? The second one, tell me something, even if you have to lie to me, baby. What's the sacrifice which ever applies to me trying to lay you down? How come you got to choose the chosen few USD top choice and you divorce me to be alone, big-skinned, Ask me for some reason why I can't find a man who just want me. Well, that's what you said. We have four babies from three men who share the same zip code. What qualifies having besides me point blank legs over easy? Tell me again or just because one finger spoke for the four others around the way, girl, just a jingling. Tell me again even if you live to lie and fly behind closed doors, burning down bushes of pride, one by four. Hot gates had fallen feminine. 999 with the six upside down. Ask them who, who slept and sleep the longest after her last two youngest to be got. Tell me something even if you lie to me. At least gas face me down to a dark alley off a steak and beer. Count shouts doom. Burn the city. Lays down just another wish on all fours by two kegs and two hands. Oh, uptown with a mid-city turn. Leave me or hate me. Leave me to my starvation. Forwards past internal sexual. Conversation when you hump on my black one-legged horse. How come? In peace. Wow. Fantastic job on both of those, honey. I appreciate that. Thank you so Phenomenal. much. Phenomenal. I appreciate that. No um, problem at all. Ed McKinney at uh, Facebook. Um, Ed McKinney Sincere on Instagram. I'm on Linktree. I think it's Coach Ed and uh, Ed McKinney as well. Um, that's where you can find me. And um, have a great uh, Thursday. And um, have a great week. All right, sweetheart. Thank you. Thank you for hanging in there. I'm really glad you were able to get on. And you did great. I'm glad I was able to hear those tonight, all of us. Thank you. Thank you. All right, baby. All right. Our next caller comes from area code 419, Mr. Rebel. Are you with us, sir? It's my Thursday night affair. <laughs> <laughs> How 
how's 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 my Thursday night date going? Going well, going well. You're w- Good. So, what do you have for us tonight, sweetheart? As above, so is within. I need to solidify these words from invisible borders and ley lines of the mind. In my internal sanctuary where peace and deep thought are no longer a struggle to achieve even for a brief time. Oh, this chaos of the world outside. Let's take this time to breathe deep. Negativity out, taking fresh breath from the creator's wind in. Tamed is the mind of society's slaves. I hide from <clears throat> I hide from the conformity within mine own freedom, a borderless, wallless cage, and all the while I dance with the shadows of my own forgotten soul, traversing through my many maddening layers. The freedom of thought brings me through bouts of agonizing loneliness, for the sleeping people don't understand what it really means to begin the journey to self-reflection and self-awareness, what it means to start the journey to truly being awake. In every waking moment, I'm finding more words, more than words can say, and perhaps the muse who moves my pen will spill it out for me one day. A reality unreal to most, for most find lunacy in the way that I see and think. An invisible man, invisible being I am. Until descriptively with this ink is graphically, picture perfectly, even profoundly, poetically, just me is leaked. But now I know that I can live in the very walls of my solitude. There is no one else on the face of this earth or anywhere else that sees through my own unique mind view. <clears throat> but then I realized that I am not alone, and so I drift into a trance and become one with the darkness of my own shadow. My internal demons and darkness I continuously embrace at the same time. I also battle them to learn from them as I Fight to defeat the wicked in me. Where I hide from this world, there is a world inside my own heart and mind. A universe of memories and thoughts that shine. Deep is the brightest stars above. As above, so below. So what you see beyond the clouds, you too shall find within yourself. In peace. Fine with the That was awesome. Thank Absolutely you. incredible. Are you going to do two, baby? <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Um, okay, go ahead. Shit. Okay. Soul exposure. When the temperature of the pen is raised with my internal ink bleeder, I'm friends with the flame as it inspires thoughts and sends mobility to the ink bleeder. It's time to captivate the minds, hearts, and souls of each listener and reader. Open your soul. I feel an occasion I've been used by the same ones that spoke to John, Paul, and Peter. Because I can't even reason attempting to convince myself that I alone came up with this content I've often written. I'm not even a Bible-reading believer. 
I've been places within you could never visualize without my ink painting views and scapes written painted pictures of dreams that become manifested in the real life. I now present to you a study of this design created by something much greater than you or I. The creator has placed the key inside all of us meant for us all to eventually find. <clears throat> meant to unleash the powers of our third eye. The words I describe as I scribe truths upon a world filled with convincing lies tells a tale of all of us as we have all traveled the cosmic timelines, life after life. How many can honestly and openly admit they had never had the feeling that they didn't belong here? There's a reason why. Deja vu exists to remind us that this isn't the first time that we've been here. Dreams and imagination are not just ideas of being creative. They are not just fantasies, but memories of other times that we were previously here. Empathy and emotions belong to the soul and the spirit. There's no possible scientific description depicting a material evidence discovered to prove its existence, so stop looking outside of yourself for answers. Let the soul interject speech to your thoughts as you begin to truly understand. Understand and emitting thoughts from self and the spirit's plan. It just captures your mind in a way that at first feels like magic or something fantastic at hand. But in all actuality, it's really more impressive than that. And that's that piece. Wow. Absolutely ace those both, my sweetheart. Thank you. In my best tone, low voice. Sorry about that. It's <laughs> <laughs> kind of low and sultry and gravelly. I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not going to keep you. Thank you for waking up today, and it's always a pleasure to be with you Thursday night. I am Rebel Jones. Thank you for you being here with us. Tyler, every Thursday, or you can... Hear all my content on YouTube at Poetry by Rebel Jones, Madman Production. Awesome. Love you, hon. Thank you so much, and we'll talk to you next week. Love you too, Miss Nyla. Peace. Peace. All right, let's go ahead and grab Gina Storm, who's going to blow us away. Gina, are you with us, honey? I am, Nyla. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday to you, sis. What you blessing us with? I, I, this is awesome. Um, I actually wrote this on Sunday over at Clubhouse. We did a show on, uh, we were doing a mental health check during the winter. People often get the blues. So I called this the blues. This sucks. Winter days are shorter and nights longer. At bedtime, I'm needing extra cover. Overcast skies reflecting the current mood. Oh, damn, I hate these blues. Nothing is all right. Who knew a full moon would be my highlight? I'm not, you know, one of those people that complain all the time, but I even know this ain't right. I've been cooking in my crock pot and baking daily because it adds additional home heat that gives me temporary peace. Every now and then you hear some laughter, maybe even a small smile from me. When I have to go outside, this is the debate. My big coat versus my winter coat. Always, that's, yay, the highlight of my favorite choice. It was horrible. I spent most of the month of December and then the first few days of this one sick. 
many of them, I had no voice and I was taking these awful meds. Extra pain on top of being chronically ill. I was looking for hidden cameras. Am I being punked? I don't even understand. I'm being real. So I got back to my house and I decided that I would slow it down and unwind. I had a glass of sweet wine, good music, and listening to poetry other than mine. These days, that's how I've been getting by. These blues are seasonal, and in the spring, it will shift. But I've been making my pen cry instead of me. Thankful for listening ears, I had to vent. And I know we're just in the middle of January, and we've got a long way to go. But I'm thankful that we're all poets, and we can re- release it, because I definitely know, for me, winter is bullshit. In peace. Hmm. I love that. Except for I yeah. love winter. So it's like... I, I do too from inside. Man, man you're, you're picking on my season, girl. <laughs> they enjoy it. Have it. Enjoy it. It is not my jam. It is not my jam. <laughs> <laughs> Last month when I had my birthday, people would be like, Tina, you're doing something. Mm-hmm. Stand inside. Thanks for asking. Um, but yeah. Okay, so I'm one and done. <laughs> I'm Gina with an E. I'm like inclement weather, but I'm sunshine on a rainy day, and you can find me here on Thursdays with Nyla at the Speakeasy Cafe. See you next week, sis. Perfect, sweetheart. Love you. Thank you so much. So glad you read. And hugs. Hugs. See you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So funny. You can tell it's getting late in the show. I'm starting to get sleepy. It's a... It's been a crazy week. I could tell you guys some stories, but we don't have enough time for me to tell you stories. But it's been a crazy week until I'm starting to wind down finally here. It's kind of nice. I'm I'm stalling so I can try to get my next caller unmuted, which is at 9.03. And I'm just going to keep talking here till we get them unmuted. We're kicking the button there. Kicking, there we go. 9.03, can you hear me now? And hello, Nyla. This is Eric Shulman. Hey, sweetheart. How are you doing? Doing good. How are you doing? Awesome. I'm glad you were able to call in tonight. How's work going? Uh, it's work. You know, I went to Oklahoma uh, earlier this morning and didn't get back until uh, like 530, I think, somewhere around there. So It's going good. It's busy, busy, busy. And I'm still working on my books, too, so that keeps me busy and keeps me out of trouble, all right? You need to get a hold of me because on your days <laughs> off, I'm going to start sen- I'm going yeah. to start sending you fossil hunting for me, and then I'll send you postings. Right. Just send me boxes from wherever you go. All right, that's cool. Yeah, I could do that. Uh-uh, yeah, I'll send you some gold that. over. All right, cool. Yeah, that works. <laughs> that sounds fun. What you got for us tonight, honey? All right, I got uh, two poems. Uh, one's just four songs, or actually, yeah, one's a little longer than the other. But uh, so this is um, so I told you I was working on a book with uh, Gina Carillo, uh Several like it took mm-hmm. us three months to do it. We did everything by ourselves. We did publish with Amazon Kindle. She knew how to do everything. Anyway, this is called Poets United, a collaboration anthology and other poetic works. And it's Gina Carrillo and Eric Shellman. 
anyway, she sent me the copy, and she got me a copy of the print copy. So I was going to read some poems in there just to real quick. So this is called Widows, and it's a collaboration with Widow in Red, and that's uh, at Widow in Red on Instagram, and then I, uh, at Black Widow Poet, and that's both on Instagram. And Widow in Red is also Scarlet uh, Poet on uh, Facebook, and uh, Black Widow Poet uh, is on Facebook. She has a like page, and she's also Gina Carrillo, too. That's her pseudonym. So, anyways, here we go. So, they're both widows, too, in real life. So, this is fit- this is fitting. All right, widows, collaboration, at Widow in Red, and at Widow Poet. Whimsical, fickle, how funny is fate? Known too late, destiny happened in a blink of an eye. Our true love did die. Left alone in our once happy home, abandoned to roam. Left the, oh, sorry, my bad. Left to beckoning black hole of loneliness and sudden unbelonging. Widowhood is an aching process of unbecoming, transforming into another life. One where you are no longer a wife, now a shell of who you once were. All your dreaded fears cannot stop the flooding of tears. But life you, oh, but life compels you forward, stubborn, hope, tenacious, vivacious uh, city. Oh, hang on, my bad. Oh, vivacious city um, meets you at the end of your rope. And so you step out of your bloodied and muddied puddle of tragedy, tra- tra- tragedy, sorry, innocence defiled, terrified and fatigued at, at anticipated miles of the lonely, alone, abandoned to roam, praying to God you can find a new home, hoping that strength and resilience overtake you. Not all are able to crawl out of this black hole of despair. Some always live there, depressed and bitter, due to death now, always creeping into your thoughts. Your actions reflect it. At least you have experienced a love that will last throughout all of your endeavors, widows forever. That's in peace. Wow. And that's in this, that's yours, it's in this new book, right? Yes, it is. It's in my new book. It's in our, it's in our new book, uh, Poets United, uh, Collaboration, Anthology, and Other Poetic Works. We have up to 51, or not bad, we have 51, uh, hang on, sorry, I lost my page. <laughs> uh, we have 51 poets and poetesses from around the world. So so we have our, we have our own collaborations. We have seven of our own, and then we put our own poems in, and we collaborate with other people, and then other people have their own poems as well. So, thank you so much. I appreciate it. It's a lot of work, especially doing it all by yourself. <laughs> all right, so this well, I'm is. I'm so um, proud of you guys. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Um, this is Stephen Jones. He's actually uh, he was actually in the camp in the uh, RV place or RV uh, park that I lived that I lived that I actually still live in, but he's not here anymore. He's he lives in an apartment. I'll still talk to him. He's a uh, local poet and he's big into music uh music as well but uh anyway this is really short uh i wanted to read his because he's probably not going to i told him about the show i'm trying to get him on 
but he hasn't decided to get on yet, so I'm going to have to keep on priding him. Anyways, this is uh, Poem Kid Liberty 1 Stephen jo- by Stephen Jones. We are the ones your mother always wished that you could be rebellious manner with morals to keep conscious on a leash. We never say die. I still have one song to sing about my pride. Can you sing that song about yourself? They called it an, infer- an affinity. Firmly we stand, titled Kid Liberty. That's in peace. Wow. So you can find short. Stephen Jones on Facebook. Yeah, yeah, he wrote a super short one. Uh, he wrote that actually a long time ago. I've written, we've actually collaborated. Uh, I didn't get our collaboration in, unfortunately. Uh, Stephen Jones and I, but uh, he's he's a good friend and and uh, he's actually disabled. Uh, he got shot whenever he was 16 by his best friend in the head. So, but he doesn't use it as a, a crutch though, and he still creates. So, but I wanted to share those, uh, and I'll I'll be I'm still writing my I'm still writing my poetry too. But I figured since I have a whole anthology of po- poetry that's not all mine, and I figured I'd share you know. And let their voice be heard too. So, and I'll probably be reading uh, awesome. each. I'll probably be reading two different ones each time. So, thank you so much, and thanks for everything you do for us, Nyla. And go ahead and send me what you're going to send me, and I'll send you fossils and whatever I can find. Uh, <laughs> well, tell me travels. where you're at. If you let I me know you're at, I'll know where to send Oklahoma, you. Oklahoma, Louisiana, Arkansas, and all over Texas. So. If you if you want a picture okay. of a crocodile when I'm in, at the gas station, we stop at truck stops all the time too. So there you got a lot of cool <laughs> stuff there. I get I get cool stuff there too. So yeah, no, I'll, I'll let you know. And uh, whenever I'm traveling, I'm actually off the next three days. Uh, so my uh, family, or actually not my family, my mom, my parents are going to do a religious thing, and my coworker and his wife, his wife's actually working with us. Which is uh, a big surprise to me, but uh, anyways, uh, they are going to the temple and they're going to do baptisms for the dead. They are they're Mormon and they're brand new to the Mormon world. I'm not into the Mormon world. I kind of left it a long time ago, <laughs> but that's fine. Anyways, I got tomorrow off, so I'll be reading and writing and chilling. So that's good. They'll give me time to write on my books too. Anyway, thanks so much for having me. Uh, I'm not going to take up too much time. I know I've still got a full line. So thanks again. Uh, love you, Nyla. Right. Have a great night. Oh, yeah, I did want to give a shout-out to Jimmy real quick. Sorry. He gave me a phenomenal one last time, and I wasn't here. So I'm sorry about that. Yeah, we've been corresponding, and, and he's uh, he's pretty he's pretty damn phenomenal. And I like all his uh, videos that he sends me, too. So and I'll be jumping on uh, Poetizer. I was on there, but I lost my information, so I'll have to make a new one. But, uh, yeah, anyways, he's pretty badass, and he likes a lot of my poetry as well. And uh, maybe, you know, one day we can collaborate, collaborate too. You know, so, Or maybe I can write him a poem like I wrote you two, like I wrote you two poems to you <laughs> about you as well. So, but, yeah. Anyways, I just wanted to give him a big shout-out and tell him to keep on going and keep on trucking. And 
And I loved his new poem, too. I missed it on the show, but he sent me a video of it, so that's pretty badass. I'm going to listen to it after tomorrow, so after the recording. So, anyway, thank you so much, Nyla. Have a great night, and I'll, I'll keep you informed when I'm traveling so I can find what's, what you're Perfect. looking for. <laughs> All right. Yeah, sure. a little scavenger your heart. <laughs> All right. I know. Thank you fun. so much, Nyla. Okay. Yeah. You're welcome. Bye, Have sweetie. a great night. Bye. Okay, our next caller comes from area code. Where did they go? My board just hiccuped. It's seven six five. It looks like they're gone. So let's go ahead and grab. Ah. Oh, Captain, my Captain. Hey, Rich, are how you with you us? Doing? Yeah. Do you hear how me? you doing, sweetheart? Okay. I've had terrible I've had terrible connection issues tonight. I hope you can hear me. I can hear you, and you've kept your place in line because I always write down the order. Okay. And I don't know if you were here at the beginning of the show or not, but I did the drawing for the December contest for uh, the December poetry contest. You know, writing to prompts, and you won. Are you serious? <laughs> No, I was not. I am serious. I was was out in the yard restarting my phone. Oh, my gosh. I'm so sorry. Oh, wow. So, yeah, you won the drawing. So you need to message me a address for me to send something to you. Actually, this is just a way for me to be able to come stalk you, but I'm hiding it behind the fact that you won the contest. So if you see something swimming behind your boat in the wake, you'll know it's me. Yeah. I'm way out in the sticks now when I'm when I'm home, so make sure you fill up with gas before you leave town. <laughs> okay, uh, okay. So yeah, send me well, send me an address so I can get your prize shipped off to you. Oh my gosh! All right. Well, uh, <clears throat> uh, as you know, mine aren't mine are not very long. How uh, about and Ginsburg? These are not. So uh, this is one from. Uh, about a week ago, I guess. <clears throat> it's my ghostwriter. Name of the name of the name of the poem is my ghostwriter. Okay. I hang my hopes in the stars as shadows turn at nature's dark door. Bones are weary to the powerful persuasion of steadfast blues. I drink to the night, its verses unwritten. Just ignore the sounds from my mouth. My ghostwriter becomes giddy in moonlight. In poem. <laughs> giddy in the moonlight, huh? Yeah. Yep. I, I love it. That's a, that was great. Uh, thank you, ma'am. Thank you, ma'am. And, uh, I, uh, and this is from this morning. Uh, this is called Forget to Remember. <clears throat> kind of kind of a similar theme, I guess. Uh, I heal in darkness only to be broken by the dawn. At night she dances on the edge of silence, bleeding colors from a magical crown, swimming in air that howls with rage behind my back. Minutes of the day drop like anvils as I bury the ache in the white language of the ocean. So far down, I can only hope to forget to remember. In peace. Get to remember. 
I love mm-hmm. that. That's just a great line. I love turning things inside out of each other like that. It just it just well, makes them brings that attention to them that just like that. Wait, what did they? And yeah, yeah. it was great. That's what I uh, I try to do. That I try to oh uh, oh. My joke is is I I uh, I recycle tired metaphors just in ways you've never heard them. <laughs> That's what I try to do. Oh uh, well, dang! I'm sorry for not being here last night. I was trying to I was trying to get through. We don't have much signal here, and for whatever reason, my Wi-Fi calling is not is not working to call into the show. I don't know why, but. Oh, I'm glad I got a. I found this one spot on the back porch where I have one bar of signal, so I was able to call in. Well, I am glad you were able to, and congratulations again on winning the contest. That's so awesome. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Well, oh, uh, <laughs> I am. I can be found. Uh, pretty much all my social media is Dead Society Poet. Uh, an obvious play on words. Uh, Twitter, uh, I'm most active on Twitter and Instagram, but uh, I do have Poetizer. Uh, I've just started posting a little bit to uh, Instagram or uh, the other one, YouTube, uh, and then TikTok as well. But every everything is uh, everything is Dead Society Poet, and even my website, deadsocietypoet.com. And, uh, Perfect. It is me. <laughs> All right, sweetheart. And we will see you next week. Yes, ma'am. I will be there with bells on, and hopefully, uh, hopefully, <laughs> we have a little more signal. But uh, thanks again, and enjoy listening to everyone. You're so welcome, and you did absolutely amazing. Thank you. Thank you, ma'am. Appreciate it. Y'all have a good one. You too. He'll have rings on his fingers and bells on his toes. And we are going to go down here and grab Sin, whose connection was dropped because he is our next caller. 573, you're on the air. Hello, 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 poets. It's Sinister Spittle. Can you hear me okay? I hey, sweetheart, what's your headset? I can hear you perfectly. What do you have for us? Alright, well, yeah. Uh, did I miss Sylvia, or did she, did she not come on? I might have missed her. I was just talking to people bothering my bubble. Anyway, so um, should be listening either way. Um, I wanted to pull something kind of new, but you know, done late last year, and then we blow the fucking roof off this bitch. But let's do this one first. It's called Stages Intertwined, and it is based off the prop the stage was already set. Welcome to the show, my friends. The festivities have begun. See, the stage was summering. Its inertia, development, the triumphs and woe. Damn, forsake the lows I've seen. Alas, these vibrations are what is deemed to be, so it be. Breaking transitions. One fails in currents as waves raise, so wicked and deep. The undertow of life's uh, divergence from which we must seek. 
ebb and flow of dispositions accepting except we're meant to be. Rotten cancerous segments of dividing, which you not control, naked reflection. Prolific evolutions are radiated in newborn energy and life, stare. Retarded enigmas of constitution where moral fibers move double time. Waves are sent and inflammation is subtle points we derive, breathe, and accept the alterations of beautifully crusted begins through time. Embrace enlightenment. Stage was set before the nebulas of two became one, so stayed the life. One fraught in pentacles of instigations, yet it seldom sequesters I. Since only the I will stop progression, it's the me that breaks the stride. Collecting past props no longer in use, they're out of time. Seasons I watch euphorically. The vibrations and infusions that will generate the grains of changing scenes. Sift through quieted movements that pronunciate the views that will refine. All these abstract confessions and impositions blur the lines. Hope and a little faith will gift us truthful compositions. Shower the eyes. Deliverance misaligned. As one's caught in waves that provocate illusions that pull the burnt eyes, changing rotations deliver zestful horizons that see one rising new life. Accounting infrastructure we saw this divine manifest in meandered lies. Mortar atoms slowly in reliquaries once seen astounding paradigms. Glistening yelps. Culminations of progressive position finding themselves in birth, so prolific justice. The positions, elocute reasons, knowledge of the sublime. Quiver and the eradication of mutual grand morphing alike. Bumble not such gifts quizzically. The stage was set for virgin divines. In spite, this cast will be intrinsic. Such playwrights never known alive. I will proliferate the elaborate inclusions of life and vibrant lights. A master of the velveteen canopies that kiss mahogany's thighs. Such plateaus are my stage. I am heavily now intertwined. Bakery breathing. Dang. My little thumper's just going bing, 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 bing. Hey, are you reading two tonight, honey? Huh? Yeah, this are one, you reading this one's tonight? very short. This next one is very short, um, and uh, I'm not going to get a hold of the Guinness World Book of Records um, because I think this may be one. Um, if you have sensitive ears, then it doesn't break the rules, but it's called Cussing on the Fourth of July, so it's very explicit. Cut, cut was originally created by an English in reference to a slippery, untrusty old jet. A breaker and obvious to revision saw inside the whorehouses of the untamed West. <laughs> that bitch had it coming! One would say it when life's balance became the shits. But fuck is revolutionary. Who made you king of what's to be censored or illegitimate? You motherfuckers in that goddamn war machine are by far more vulgar, vulgar Uncle Sam. Claiming independence for the creation of a nation on genocide, you shithead reinvent. Traveled far to escape tyranny, yet chained by the shipload slaves, came broken, bent, set its seats full of cocksucking pork barrel puppets, tied corporately their news lamp. 
to piss out an illusion that this country is tough and tits, you retarded dumbass backstabbers. One day, all you assholes will eat the dirty funniest cut in hopes one shall repent. <laughs> it's bred in their incestuous hate to shame our children's children shall come to live. Meanwhile, I'd say fuck you cunts if war-torn dystopian misery is all you can shed. Reason shit on with a white wary clan boys, even after we saw segregation then. So come celebrate a fictitious holiday and celebrate more bullshit. I just like explosions. Let's go suck a dick. Fuck your breathing. <laughs> and what um, what does one say to that, Dan? Uh, <laughs> I think that might be the most cuss words eloquently used in a poem in the history of time. So I'm calling, I'm in I know, I don't know it. if I should be like wearing my elbow length gloves when I listen to that or not, right? <laughs> <laughs> right, you know, the beautiful thing it's, yeah, there's a lot of language, but there's so much fucking truth and, and, and you know, uh, history and, you know, there's a lot of depth in there, despite the language, you know? The language is just out you. Oh, that was fun. I like it. All right. All right, sweetheart. Tell everyone how to find you, baby. Sinister. S-P-I-T-A-L. It's spittle. We all been a little bit when we talk. Google that shit. I'm fucking everywhere and nowhere. I'm the king of such. Good night, darling. I love you. Fantastic job, sweetheart. We'll talk to you next week, honey. Thank you. All right. So our next caller comes from area code 307. 307, you are on the air. 307, are you with me? Are you muted? Hello? Hello? Hi. Hello? Hi, can you hear me? Seven, can you hear me? Can you hear me? I can hear you. Oh, good. <laughs> Sorry, I was multitasking and accidentally pressed the mute button and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, hello, welcome to the show. Yes, uh, it's, I'm a long-time listener and long-time follower, long-time reader on the show. Who is this? My name is, oh, this is Mary, Mary Goss. Oh, my, holy goodness. I think I do. I just felt, if I had dentures, what? I would have swallowed them. I said, if yes. I had dentures, I would have swallowed them. <laughs> That's a goofball. Mary, my love, my Mary. It's so good to hear from you. It's been so long. Oh, my gosh. You know, I knew that just pestering you for years and and sending you that invite over and over and over was going to pay off. (laughs) It's good to hear from you, sweetheart. Good to be back on the show. I, um, I just hadn't written anything in a while, and I... Um, I thought, okay, I'm I'm gonna try and something tonight, and it's not one of my best pieces, but it's uh, well, it's just nice to be on the show. Can't wait this to hear it. Read from here. Hmm. 
I see her twisting, looking away from the camera, and she shows her legs and hides her curls beneath a little hat. She has discovered that she is the most attractive woman, the woman that other men, the woman that other women hate, but proclaim to accept. I need fire. I need filth. No lilting warble, no wilting tilt, no baby teeth framing baby talk. She knows her place. She knows. That's why she hides her face. Still, it shows. And a shook child moving so to her hallucinations, neck, tongue, lips, wasn't the full on with her fascination. Deeper now into her every follicle, vulvation should begin tightened. The first hills pulsating into her blinds, bowing before humans, blind, tightened, hanging, absent, lips, Head, cavern, flash, boom. The bombs shook lips, eye lit, and peace. Wow. See, this is why I've missed you so much. That was phenomenal. Stumbled on a part, but <laughs> I haven't read it loud in a while. <laughs> See, we don't know that. So, you know, we never, we don't know. Oh, cool. I don't know what the poem is. And that was all my master plan. It was all my master plan. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Yeah. That was incredible. Are you going to read Tea Love, please? Um, Sure, yes, yes. Um, This is kind of, you know, I usually have pieces, they go together, they're mate pieces, and usually it's part one, part two. Um, The first one was called Read From Here. And this one is Amazingly Follicle. Breathe, roots, breathe, breathe, as in every trouble, every flesh. I must fall in love with me as a woman again. A child roared. I was bereaved. Breathe dimly, hands in pockets, head up, walk alone. Breathe, breathe her, breathe, blowing the breath of I am. Breathe, breathe her, breathe. Blowing the breath of I am. Magnetic woman, woman. Paramagnetic cause and effect. Neodymium diamagnetic human. Anti-ferromagnetic encounter of the fourth kind. Pulsating roots. True love. True north. Begin love. Breathe. Breathe. Breathe her. And peace. That was powerful. 
my favorite line in there is, I must fall in love with me as a woman again. And I'm, I'm sorry if I if I kind of butchered if that wasn't exactly, but, you know, that was That's incredible. What I, I have thank m- you. missed you so much. I have no oh, idea. thank you, Nyla. Oh, well, I missed you too. I, I have listened and stuff. I just hadn't been calling in. <laughs> That's okay. We all need a break. You know, I always say that the, you know, the speakeasy is kind of like, you know, it's home. You can you can go out and you can have a life. That's okay. But, you know, the kids always come home eventually. Yes, we do. Right. <laughs> you give mm-hmm. us the place to roost and crow and share and uh, grow. Uh, I'm a poet and I didn't know it. <laughs> no. Um, and we come back. <laughs> You guys do, and it makes my heart happy. So, you know, I'm not going to ask you, I don't know why this has kept you away. I'm just glad that today brought you here, and I'm hoping that everything is going well and that you can come back and spend more time because, you know, your poetry not being shared with the world is just a crime. Oh, well, thank you for that. You've, I've been coming here since my 20s, so, <laughs> and I'm in my 40s. Um, don't tell anybody that. <laughs> I, I will tell nobody. The whole world is not listening to us right now. They're just off. They're off on a bathroom break. <laughs> yes, they're all peeing now. Okay. Well, you have a wonderful yes. evening, and um, I've just been saying I, I'm loving, I loved hearing Soldier Blue again, and I've been loving hearing the other pieces. They're so powerful, especially the woman who lost her brother. Um, my heart goes out to her. I yeah, I, I I lost a friend recently, to uh, recently like a couple of years now, um, to kind of a slow suicide. She let herself um, be ate up with cancer and um, uh, cirrhosis of the liver and everything. She just wanted it. She refused treatment. She said she was done, and that was the hardest thing. So anyway, um, I'm sure the situation is different, but uh, suicide is suicide is suicide, and and um, it's just hard. And you blame yourself for a lot of things. So my heart goes out to her, and I her pieces were very powerful, and I was so glad to hear those tonight. And everybody else keep kicking back. As was I. I I All right. (laughs) Let me get off here so everybody can. And we'll hear from Mary next week. Hopefully. Yes, okay. You'll hear from me next week. week. Okay. Yes. All right. Love you, and thank you so much. Love you, too. Bye. (laughs) Bye-bye. All right, so let's see if oh, my total board just went. All right, so we have 307. 307, you're on the air. Maybe. Oh, the board's big. We have 307, 540, and then 608. Is our last three? It's going to be our last three callers tonight. If I can get you unmuted. Hello. Three oh seven. Oh my God! You scared the shit out of me. Hi. <laughs> so, so glad you're here. Yes, you. I, you just hung up with me, honey. I'm three oh seven. You are three oh seven. So hi, welcome I to the show. Friend. Hi. Hi again. How are you? <laughs> it's like I wasn't even here. 
<laughs> I know. Okay. Let me go ahead and mute that again. <laughs> okay. Alright. So happy. I'm so happy I had to hear it again, right? Okay. So we have five four zero. The five four zero, have you been on? Nope. Hi, welcome to the show. No, you don't know who this is. What's that? I say you don't know who this is. It's automatic charismatic Mr. Larry Shepard. <laughs> oh, okay. Thought you were, thought you were going thought you were gonna fool me, didn't you? <laughs> of course I know who that is. How you doing, darling? I'll call you. I'm naughty, doing wonderful. Naughty. How are you, sweetheart? I'm doing fine. Doing fine. So what do you have for us tonight, sweetheart? Um, I'm going to challenge you, challenge you. I want you to create a name that speaks Black History Month. A name that speaks Black History Month? That's the name of my poem. That's the name of my poem. I want you to create a title, Black History Month. And it's just going to be uh, just a name. Yep. You create the name and I create the poem. That's okay, my Do you poem. want a name or do you want a title? A title. It has to do with Black History Month. A title. Okay. Um, hand-stitched quilt. Then, what's the name of it? Hand stitched quilt, and if you hand want, I'll tell you why I picked it. Like a quilt, like a quilt you cover up with a blanket, a hand stitched quilt, homemade quilt. As a build, and when you're mind, done, I'll, I'll, when, I got more up that. Let's name my poem. Mm-hmm. As I build my mind, I can't be blind. I must maneuver. My words I just cannot lose. In this time, in this age, I won't be afraid. My words invade. I'm building something free for what it's all caused. Like a hand-stitched book, we are building something here. Words is being clear. I take you there. They say you can't vote, but keep on trying. Never be denied if they even put you in the back of the bus. Words to discuss, words to adjust, you are incredible. They say that the skin is the enemy, but you, we are the remedy. Remember, now go ahead and devour that positive energy. Go ahead and make something. Make something of you. Make something of me. We are the hand steps. Oops. We are stitching something, building something, in remembrance of both of us. This is our struggle. I share a rebuttal. I share a time. I share our life of the ancestors that we are a part of, that we breathe, that sense. What have we built? What have we seen? What have we covered up? We cover up the lies, we built the truth. 
that the lives had died in the dirt raved along with our hands still quilts. You seen the beautiful within all of us. You saw the man charismatic the local engine take kids in the millennium for piping drive. You did fantastic on that, Larry. Hey, are you gonna read two tonight, hon? Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, yeah, I want you to choose a, a you know what? I, okay. I'm going to do a rock and roll. It's called rock and roll. All right. Because I know you were talking about Tom Petty and all that old rock and roll, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I was a kid, was, I mean, hearing about it, hearing about Tom Petty, I, I heard when I was a child. Okay, so this poem is going to be rock and roll, okay? Deep in my soul, I behold the words of a guitar. Call me the face of the natural face that will be shown. I take the world like a cyclone that I was music on the microphone. I had rock and I had roll. I had a different kind of soul. Make me whole and mold me into the words that become factual. These words that impact it. I had the audience. I had the dominance to go ahead and bring a new thinking of yours truly. Love is like the purity of the security. I love rock and roll. Now I hold it so deep in the volume showing and flowing we are the resource and the full force stay on course no doubt and we turn it all about i am a bass guitar you heard me you would you would hear more birds and more instruments that i put negativity in a predicament you hear the birds we love and when we rock we became strong when we roll they got the way so in this stuff, typical life as I play for y'all on stage, we rock and we roll. You saw the man charismatic, the local engine, take his in my land proper and drive. <laughs> that was wonderful. Oh, thank you. All right, sweetheart. <laughs> Tell everyone your Facebook page again so they can come find you. You can call uh, Larry Shepard, uh, Mr. Automatic, Harris Rack is my performance name. I am a web designer. Um, you know, I will help you uh, web design anything. I am a truck driver, so um, right now uh, I want to go ahead and my, part of my goal is to talk to people who are in the shelter because I was in the shelter and uh, um, help them become truck drivers who want to become truck drivers. And I have that desire in my heart uh, because I came out the shelter again and became a truck driver because I'm always uh, keeping my eyes on the prize. So much love. You can do it. You can do it. Just put your mind to it and never let nobody destroy what you have in your mind and your heart. That's Beautiful advice. Fantastic job tonight, and I'm glad you had a chance to call in. 
Cause it's been a bit. Miss you when you're not here. Uh, you were you. Uh, uh, you know, as long as you get naughty, you know, it's all good for me. You know, I, I, I you know. I I'm got not that. naughty. Yes, you on your bad behavior. You coming to the principal's office? Yes, <laughs> you are coming to the principal's office, young lady. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, Larry. (laughs) Bye, sweetheart. Uh All right. Let's get our last caller on of the evening. It looks like we have, oh, I haven't talked to this guy in forever. 608, you're on the air. (laughs) Forever in 48 hours. I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) What's going on, sweetie? Oh, just sitting around, figured I'd call. And writing a little bit. I'm excited that you called. I know, I've seen it on your page. I I stalk you when I'm, I stalk you once a week when I'm online. (laughs) Yeah. So I have two. The second one, everybody should call in if they can, especially the ladies. So I'm just going to start. <clears throat> this this first this first one is titled Red Sky. And again, uh, all my pieces now I have pictures uh, that I have actually taken myself. Um, so this one's titled Red Sky. In the heart. Beats red sky, sunrise, dawn awakening dreams, the wolves howling, greeting a new day, thoughts drift from dream state to consciousness, back and forth, back and forth, I see you in my mind's eye, your radiant smile, Your warm eyes beckon me to return, but to where? I am here and you are there. Where will we meet? The dawn's clouds with their warm red hues remind me of you and the times we spent together. Red sky, the blood in my soul, heats the anticipation of your return into my arms and poem. That was beautiful. Thank you. You're very So welcome. you'll have to tell me you have to tell me after I read this one why no one has commented on this one. Okay. This one, this one's titled, because I'm wondering whether Instagram and Facebook are, like, hiding it. But this one's called uh, Pink Wild Rose. As I awoke, I saw the sun penetrating the clouds. As I turned my head towards you, I saw the sun's rays 
reaching through the open window, and before me you lay naked, bathed in glorious sunshine. So I began my adventure, exploring here, exploring there, exploring everywhere. A kiss on your forehead, my fingers gently caressing your cheek, a kiss on the nape of your neck, a nibble on your earlobe. As I slid down between your two peaks, across your washboard hills, and down through your thicket, each time lingering, my tongue gentle licks, wispy, my lips the softest touch, my hands velvety gloves, my fingers touching erogenous zones you never knew you had, so longing for exquisite finesse. You start to awaken a sweet smile on your face as you welcome my touch. The sun's ray is now completely broken through the clouds, and what lay before me was the most beautiful pink wild rose I have ever seen. Its petals were covered in soft morning dew, and as I ever so gently touched the tip of its petals, the most glorious wonder blossomed before me, each petal swelling, then slowly opening in slow motion, revealing only to me the most beautiful pink wild rose I have ever seen, beckoning me to smell her fragrance, to taste her most moist nectar, I became lost, hypnotized, briefly succumbing to her, to you, until I burst my pistol and showered my pretty pink wild rose with all the love I had within me. End poem. Isn't there a word for people who like to have sex with flowers? <laughs> Is that like some kind of weird kink I can look up on YouTube? I have no idea. But I wouldn't James. be surprised. James. What? I know you weren't talking about a flower, were you? Well, it sometimes looks like a flower. Oh, Jesus Christ. I don't even know what to say to you right now. <laughs> no clue. It, no, it was it was beautiful and erotic, but you got to warn me, dude. <laughs> but then if I do, then spring I... That, spring that shit on me. But if I warn you, then this doesn't happen. <laughs> Well, thank you for that. 
You know, I, I am so, when I get off here, I am so going to go Google. I'm probably going to regret it, but I am so going to Google plant porn. I just want you to know. <laughs> I have to know now if that's, if that's a thing. So, yeah, if I see someone rubbing against a tree outside, Maybe. I'll know, right? Well, hopefully it's got soft bark. Something. <laughs> Jeez Louise. Asthma. Yeah. Beautiful poem, Lindsay. Been very well written, very tantalizing. I, I, I don't in the know zone. what to say. Yeah. <laughs> maybe oh, that maybe that's why nobody commented on it. That's, um, or maybe and maybe they didn't because they didn't want anybody else to know they read it. They're all they are they all looked up plant porn and now they don't know what the hell to say. <laughs> Or they all got so into it, we'll never see them again, right? Mesmerized by the petals on a flower. Yeah. That. Wow. That thing, right? That's what you said right there. That would be it. All right, sweetheart. I still don't know what to say. Well, I did. My puppy. I didn't. I didn't. Yeah, good. At least I didn't put a line in I'm really there. Glad. That's, that's, what? What'd you say? I forget it. I won't. Oh, said at least you didn't put a line in there, what? That, that said, and here comes the shocker. <sighs> so Lakota's doing really well. And actually, I saw one of the coolest things yesterday. Um, that uh, all four were playing around. Nim and Nanyahe and their kennel enclosure and Magic and Mala and the other one. And the girls were running back and forth from the end where the kennel is and sometimes jumping up on it. But then they run to the other end and they're both doing bank turns in unison like synchronized wolf dog play. And they did it like five times. They did it like five times. And they were going the same direction too. So they were running down the side, and, and they were both turning to the right, but they were three feet off the ground, running across the end of the kennel. Uh, it was really cool. I wish I had it on video. And they all, all know how to sit and down, and I can make them crawl, too. Aww. For a treat, offer a treat. Yeah, Lakota. I think I think Lakota did. That. I'll have to see if he'll do that. Uh, 
He'll just snatch your, the treat out of your hand and run. Well, he did snatch a, uh, a sausage out of somebody else's hand a couple of weeks ago because they were going to give this it to This isn't another palm, is it? Of, no, no. <laughs> but it could be a collaboration. With the dogs? No, between you and me about Lakota and the Cubbies. Oh, our babies, our fur babies. Yeah. We have fur babies. We have our babies. Their growth has slowed right, you, down you a little some... bit. But... Yeah, I know I owe you well, they're pictures. Getting... Yeah, you owe me pictures, just, just to remind you. Right. Yeah, I forgot to, to send some, so I can send some when I get off the phone. Send another howling video. That would be cool. I would appreciate that. You owe me that right, second sweetheart. phone call, too. I know. I know. I know. I know. I didn't come home till this morning, though. Just so you know, I didn't. I ended up staying an extra night. So that's why I didn't call. Well, I kind of I kind of figured that's what was going on. Because he already kind of warned me. Mm-hmm. So I didn't feel ghosted or blown off when you didn't call like you said you would. Nope, I wouldn't do that. We know things happen. <laughs> what? There goes the squirrel. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Too funny. Happens to All me. right, tell her we're going to find you. Too. Okay. I know. I you know. can find me on Facebook by typing in Poetry in the Wind with no spaces. Poetry in the Wind with no spaces. Uh, you find my most recent writings there. The, my picture is a composite picture that Nyla made for me quite a few years ago. I've been here and there kind of nudging her to make a color version for me. Um, hint, hint. Uh, if you're interested in reading some of I don't even know if I have those my... anymore. Yeah. I don't have, I could probably well, make you a new one, but I can't make you that one again. Yeah. I could make yeah. you one with Lakota. Right. You know, I have to figure out how to get Amy in there, too. But uh, if you want to find some of my older pieces, you can find them in a book entitled Held, A Fusion of Brilliance, Volume 2. It's available on Amazon. It's an international anthology of writers from Canada, the U.K., and the U.S., and was published in... February of 2012. Uh, I'm actually going to buy another copy so I can loan it to some people around here if they want to read some stuff. And uh, you can find me on Instagram at S-A-P-I-E-N-0-0-1. And you can find Lakota and his four cubbies on Instagram at Fuzzy's Pack, F-U-Z-Z-Y-S-P-A-C-K, no space. Perfect. All right, sweetheart, I'll watch for those pictures, and you can watch yes. for the phone call. 
Okay. Well, I'll listen for the phone call. Well, your phone lights up when it rings, so you can watch for it, too. But not if it's upside down or screen down. All right. All right. Fine. All right. Love you, hon. I will give you a call in a little bit. Love you, Thank too. you for reading. Okay. Today. All right. All right, baby. <laughs> okay. Bye-bye. All right. All right. You guys have been listening to the Speakeasy Cafe Open Mic Poetry Show. I want to thank you all for being here. It's been a fantastic night. I'm going to go ahead, since i am got them right up here in front of me, I'm going to read through this week's poetry prompts again um, for this week, if you didn't hear them at the beginning of the show. Number one, death of the winged blank, you fill in the blank. Two, ten types of sex you want to know about when you're old. Three, only what excuse me what only women know four eight things that hide under the bed five poetry shortcuts the easy way six the postcard my muse sent me while on vacation seven five stories about me that simply may not be true ten or eight <laughs> ten warning signs of blank fill in the blank nine a good wander is 10. Don't be fooled by memories. 11. The Chuck Norris effect. 12. If you do not. If you do not. 13. What zombies can teach you about blank. And 14. Destruction by social media. And that is your 14 prompts for this week. We will see you guys next week. I am going to close the show with dun 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 what am i going to close the show with let's do andrea gibbons photograph we'll see you next week good night everybody i wish i was a photograph tucked into the corners of your wallet i wish i was a photograph you carried like a future in your back pocket I wish I was that face you show to strangers when they ask you where you come from. I, I wish I was that someone that you come from every time you get there. And when you get there, I wish I was that someone that got phone calls and postcards saying, wish you were here. I wish you were here. Autumn is the hardest season. The leaves have all fallen and they fell like they were falling in love with the ground. And the trees are naked and lonely. I keep trying to tell them new leaves will come around in the spring. But you can't tell trees those things. They're like me. They just stand there and don't listen. I wish you were here. I've been missing you like crazy. I've been hazy-eyed staring at the bottom of my glass again Thinking of that time when it was so full It was like we were tapping the moon for moonshine Or sticking straws into the center of the sun And sipping like Icarus would forever kiss the bullets from our guns I, I never meant to fire, you know I know you never meant to fire, lover I know we never meant to hurt each other Now the sky clicks from black to blue And dusk looks like a bruise I've been wrapping one-night stands around my body like wedding bands And none of them fit in the morning They just slip up my fingers and slip out the door And all that lingers is the scent of you I once swore if I threw that scent into a wishing well All the wishes in the world would come true Do you remember? 
Do you remember the night I told you I've never seen anything more perfect than snow falling in the glow of a streetlight, electricity, bowing to nature, mind, bowing to heartbeat, this is gonna hurt, bowing to I love you, I still love you, like moons love the planets they circle around, like children love recess bells, I hear the sound of you and think of playgrounds where outcasts who stutter beneath braces and bruises and acne are finally learning that their rich handsome bullies are never gonna grow up to be happy, I think of happy when I think of you, so wherever you are, I, I hope you're happy, I really do. I hope the stars are kissing your cheeks tonight. I hope you finally found a way to quit smoking. I hope your lungs are open and breathing this life. I hope there's a kite in your hand that's flying all the way up to Orion and you still got a thousand yards of string to let out. I hope you're smiling like God is pulling at the corners of your mouth because I might be naked and lonely, shaking branches for bones, but I'm still time zones away from who I was the day before we met. You were the first mile where my heart broke a sweat. And I wish you were here. I wish you'd never left. But mostly I wish you well. I wish you my very, very 